take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. And I'm your co-host, Mitch Nasa. And we're joined here by Bike and the Kid. Hey, Kid, how was your weekend? Hey, it was all right. Sure you didn't start any gangs or anything? Yeah, I heard of something about some sort of gang. I don't want to talk about it. Why not? Don't want to talk about it. Come on, Kid. Yeah, Kid, if you start a gang, you got to talk about it. How are you going to start a gang? It's not a gang. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam. the kid and that was our incredible sock puppet intro my pretty... voice hurts from talking like that i know man it was tough with the hand in the puppet. my hand is cramped ow ow yeah was... awesome awesome the response in the chat room is is very very positive they love it they love <laughs> it they want to see the camera though not the screen yeah you can see the screen, screen only kid hey bro camera's coming up camera's coming it's all right we wanted you to see the technical work that the kid has to deal because we had to clear the whole computer today i had mitch was there a good 40. 20 minutes, I feel like. 20 yeah. minutes of solid working, about Easy. 20 minutes of research. Complaining with each click. Yeah. yeah. That's why we're late today. I believe the phrase I used was, who the fuck did what the fuck to this computer? <laughs> so uh, we need to do a big clean up, spring cleanup, we've decided. This uh, episode, maybe. Yeah, so there was, uh, we were overloaded with uh, porn and spyware, but now we got we got things under control. Kid, got kid. rid of all the spyware. Thanks, kid. <laughs> porn, we Downloading collect, the porn. Yeah, yeah. Collecting it. But I hope we are broadcasting decently now. Uh, I think we are I think better we are than better. ever before. Till next week. Oh, oh! Hold on. What you got there? You got you got, got an emergency. I got, I got a sour dog. Oh, a sour, dog you got sour notes. Right, the sour on. notes. Should I do the, up, the week? Sour notes. <laughs> the sour notes. <laughs> Pretty much their show. Should I do the week? Yeah. Start the week. It. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what's up. Start the week. Come Start in. the week. What Just happened? My um, week, yeah. um, lots of good stuff. I think it was a good week. Good well, week. it was weird. It was snowy. It was it was a crazy weather week. It was a weird weather week. We had like the, I went down to Aces and it was like within six hours. I think everywhere it happened it just dumped like, and it was like it's about seven or eight inches there, and it was like then it was gone the next morning by noon by itself, and no one had to do anything. Oh, AJ's at the door. There you go. The sour invasion. Sour invasion has occurred. Just tell them to wait there for the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, how was your week, buddy? It was great, thanks. Uh, I don't think that was Because actually, how was your past two weeks? I'll tell you what, thanks. Yeah, my, it was kind of fuzzy the last two weeks. Yeah, right. Go get Too the many sour. Kid, wait, no, go kid. get the sour. He can wait. He can no, wait. no, get the sour, no. guys. All right. Tell them they don't get no pizza, though. Yeah, we need an order. They ain't going to like it anyway. Though. It's not New York pizza, so. Nah, it ain't New York. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. I, it's wait, hard. kid, are you guys wearing? Oh, I can't talk about it. Fuck. What? It's the Sour Dogs, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to build the brand yet. Oh, no. Are they all here now? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you are the one who communicated with them. Just now. I never heard of nothing about it. This never is, heard nothing about it. Surprise guest. Surprise guest, as usual. Invasion. Invasion. Invasion, Invasion of the Sour Dogs. Did you guys. ride your bike? I heard, is it a whole I heard, crew? I heard is Sour Dogs like... only ride, ride their bikes. Yeah, 
this sour dog drives. This sour dog drives. Oh, Four oh, wheels oh. instead of two. So this is a one is a one man show today. Oh, good. Okay. Shut the, shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. Can't wait to open that bond? jar. Jesus, there's something Christ. in there. Is it real sour? Uh, wait, wait, Nige, or Nige? so. She suck on that. Oh. That's the Holly. Suck on it, Nate, Mitch. Suck on that. Suck on it. Suck on that, buddy. Ooh, you got it. Hey, hey, where'd hey. it come from? Hey, yeah, you found the right. real one. <laughs> <laughs> Something ha- somebody found. Hey, something. I mean, that's the closest representation I've seen in a long time, for sure. Is it the one? It's pretty deep. I mean, back. yeah, but then squish this. End this. End this. Now. Get it back in the jar before all the smell goes Damn, away. Damn! <laughs> I'll tell you what. On the squish, there, I didn't squish it at first, but on the squish, I yeah. didn't squish. It, I squish, still smelt it. Squish. Yeah. Squish. Yeah. Squish away. Abuse it. Maybe up. Bikes Theory is... Oh, hold on. Hold on. Someone <laughs> twist that. Where's that, the bowl? We'll end this yeah. right now. End it. Joe. End it. He was so proud to walk in with that. <laughs> Can we smoke this, Joe? I just flew in last night. You flew in last night to prove your point. Yeah. Can we smoke yeah. this? Get on the mic. Get on the mic. Get a mic that works. Is that mic AJ, working? AJ, AJ, talk to these mics. It's sticky, too. It must be from New York. It must be. It must be. Who'd you buy that from? <laughs> the humidity it's got the uh, New York humidity Sheets Meadow like I called the delivery service Sheets the Meadow yeah. yeah too bad he didn't bring some pizza guy named Matt order some yeah we just ordered some Colorado pizza unfortunately he didn't bring it I know I, I'm the guy that let him in yeah. oh he's here yeah he was ringing the buzzer for you know oh I was joking about that wait where's the pizza Wait, the pizza guy's not there he is. The pizzas are downstairs. Come the on, The fuck man. are they doing downstairs? No, hey, we, uh, you got we were trying to get people down there too. Maybe. No, they can't oh. be because they haven't been paid for yet. There's only oh, oh, that's the pizza is. guy. Nice yeah. pizza guy live. Someone Come get the door for the pizza guy. What is going on, on here? Working on it. How does that work? <laughs> you got to bring is him that the in. Pizza guy, bring him in, kid. No, 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 not there. Come in. Tell him to get in on the air. Yeah, pizza guy on the air with the pizza guy. Yeah. All right. Pizza guy, you want a dab or a bomb rip or something? Yes. Bong rip. Do we have a flower piece? I may have misspoken. No, we, have, we have hash. Oh, wait, wait, there's a bowl there. There's a bubbler. Hash. hash, sure. Hey, we got this sour yeah. diesel here. We can throw. From this guy who thinks he knows what it is. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Getting the pizza going. Nice. <laughs> the most ridiculous episode of the Adam Dunn Show to date. Yep, with the live pizza delivery. Live pizza delivery. AJ invades with real sour diesel. There you go. Nice. Did you pack it? Did you pack it? I didn't pack it yet. Pack it's, it oh, wait, wait, give us some hash. I, hash. Weed, you said. You said weed, you weed, flowers here. There you go. Pizza guy's going to tell us if it's real sour or not, AJ. Okay. This is okay. p- Pizza guy's going to be like, eh, I've had better, and you're going to Yeah. <laughs> tell us how this is, oh, pizza guy. Good tip, right? It's got a carb on the side, too. Definitely blow the smoke in the camera over there. That's good. Pizza guy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, chat room's definitely into it. Yeah? This is, a, this is a good antic. Good antic. Thanks, pizza guy. Yeah, yeah nice. next week you can order Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Oh, we should do that once. Wow. We should. Oh. Hey, thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Oh, don't worry. Wouldn't be the first time. So, Pizza Guy gave it a thumbs up. So pizza Guy gives it the thumbs up. That's pretty good. I mean, not that... And that's a pretty dirty pipe. I know. That was really bad. <laughs> well, I it just, was for the Pizza oh, Guy. Come on. It was on. for the Pizza Guy. I was going to Come on. Are you kidding me? Come on, AJ. <laughs> pizza Guy doesn't have to get... I was like... I could barely get twist up. one up for the Pizza Guy. <laughs> we need a flower piece here ready to go. That's for sure. We do. We do. For for our food delivery guy every episode. Yeah. because It I, could be really funny if we just ordered a different thing. Well, like, hey, you want to take a hit? We should do that. We should definitely do it. We should definitely do it. 
Why are we back <laughs> onto a screen here? What's going on? Pat, you're no, not. Well, no, you're good. We're we're broadcasting the real deal. Really? Okay. I'm watching it. I got the live stream going. Yeah. I do. Boom. 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 AJ, how was your week, buddy? It was a good surprise. My week was fucking awesome. You were back east? I went to New York. You got some pizza? Stayed at a nice hotel in Manhattan. Fancy. Went to the Hamptons. Went fishing. Perfect so weekend. You were tourist oh in your own city? God. I was. God, you went to the Hamptons and went fishing. You sound so ridiculous. New York <laughs> thing you could possibly do. That is so not you either. Yeah, I know. It's, it's good. Yeah, you really? The, no, no. Fishing in the Hamptons Rick's. is we one of my Rick. favorite things That's to do. Yeah, yeah. That's not ordinary fishing. Statue of Liberty tour. Exactly. Did you go to Times Square? I didn't see a Broadway show. That's the one thing I didn't do. So, kid, we didn't get to find out about your week. I didn't really have too much of it. I mean, it rained all freaking weeks. So I didn't do much. Took the you know, took the dogs to the park a couple of days. But other than that, worked and uh, can't take the bike out in the rain, huh? I don't get it for another two weeks. <laughs> Smart ass, but oh, good. it'll be here. Nice two weeks. American. And no, you cannot take the bike out in the rain. You can. You can. It's not the smartest it's not idea. Not the smartest well, idea. Yeah, it's no good. I had a good week preparing for the show today. I'm pretty yeah. excited. Lennox fucking Lewis, man. You, you got Lennox here today? No, on the phone. Oh, on the phone. Oh, on the phone. Look at him. Oh, yeah, he really him. He's like, he's not even believing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got, got some guy with an English accent. <laughs> I got Lennox on the phone. Yeah. Is no. he going to Skype at least? Can we see he, his face? He, I don't know. That's nah, exactly what said, we said. He said his connection's pretty bad there. So he's, cause he's, he's in Jamaica. Jamaica. He's in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not buying He's no Wi-Fi well, Don't worry. We're going to ask him some, some, some pointed questions. I don't know if they're phones in Jamaica. Reliable phones. Um... No, I'm excited. I've wanted to be a boxing journalist since I was fucking 10 years old. This is, uh, spent like all week watching every Lennox Lewis fight since the but, amateurs. But it's a good thing he actually Okay, showed up. but right. does Lennox Lewis like to get high? Is that what this is about? He's well, in Jamaica. Well, dear, he's in Jamaica where they legalize it's cannabis. It's more about, yeah, it's more like a wrap up. I mean, the thing is, you know, his career has always been kind of like, uh, definitely Jamaican influenced, you know what I mean? All his, a lot of his fans, a lot of his original people, that, you know, that's where he kind of shined right there. So it was like, he represented Jamaica more than England, basically. And, and that, that West Indian contingent in living in England and stuff like that, where, you know, Gonza's a big part of the community there. And, I mean, you go back to his second professional fight, and there's Jamaican dudes with air horns in the, in, like, in the arena yelling on bullhorns. So I'm guar- I can pretty much guarantee there's some Gonza smoking going on in the stands, and it's probably very funny anecdotes. Uh, plus, you know, there's some... Uh, so in boxing, it's not a performance-enhancing drug. It's a banned substance. So if you get caught with, with THC or THC metabolites in your bloodstream, you know, you just get to pay a fine. You don't lose your title or anything like that, as if you had steroids or something. What do you think of that, Blake? Do you got a funny story? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just, <clears throat> I just took the first couple of hits of this Sour D joint. And? My nose is burning like it's some good weed. Sour D hasn't made my nose burn in a long time. My fingers are still sticky from breaking it up. I had to use the grinder. Yeah, I noticed the grinder came into play. I didn't even know we had a grinder. I may have to eat my words, Joe. I'm going to have to say Sour Diesel does exist. Well, thanks. AJ's <laughs> cut is the real cut? I don't know. Listen, when I was a kid, it was called Sour Diesel. So that that's, that's just, like that's just what I call it. It's burning my face. It's giving me a little bit of a buzz. Weed doesn't really give me a buzz, so I'm leaning towards I'm just a big dick. Yeah, well, we knew that. I'll tell you yeah. what, I, I feel like running from the cops. It's got to be the real thing. <laughs> yeah, it gets you all antsy. Now. Yeah, it makes me want to run. It's not like the train wreck makes me paranoid. The Sour D makes me feel like I'm in a Philip K. Dick novel. 
Is that reference just completely? All right, Dennis Miller, can no. you explain that? What? <laughs> He's paranoid. He always has agents chasing him. Philip K. Dick, nothing. Nothing. No, the grid. No. Hardy else. Boys. Hardy Boys. Nancy Drew. Oh my god. Oh my god. <coughs> Kid, taste What's it. Up? Tell us if it's real. It smells bomb. You smell bomb. Thanks. Thanks. <coughs> Fresh off the bike. Speaking of bikes, yes, Mr. Holly, I missed you in your seat. Last week? Yeah. yeah. What happened? Too many dabs. What, tell, <laughs> tell me the story. There's not really not much to the story. It just that around 2.15 or so, someone had mentioned to me that I wasn't on the show today, and I said, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All stoned like that, too. All right. It was a little bit of a shock. Enough of that. News, news, news. Do it. So this is interesting because this story is in the news, and I have a listener story that's pretty similar but in a totally different place. Right. Kentucky State Police discover marijuana plants while investigating Elizabethtown shooting. Kentucky State Police say marijuana plants in a grow operation were found at, a, at an Elizabethtown residence as they were investigating a shooting Wednesday morning. Authorities say a call about the shooting was received around 1.40 a.m. The shooting happened in the 200 block of Milton Avenue, according to police. Police say the victim told authorities a rock was thrown through his front window. The man says he went outside to investigate that incident, and he encountered a man who was dressed in black and carrying a gun. The victim says the man fired a shot, which struck the victim in the abdomen. While investigating the shooting, police say they found marijuana plants growing outside the residence, in addition to a marijuana grow operation inside the home. So, that's kind of shitty, but even shittier than that. Is uh, this listener story? Guy says he's a big fan, and this is uh, Jake Brown from Council Bluffs, Iowa. He says he's a huge fan of the show, but rarely gets to listen to it live. On Friday, May eighth, he was charged with manufacturing, child endangerment, and paraphernalia. The way it happened was that a shots fired call was put into the police department for an address that was not his, but the police entered his premises unannounced with guns drawn. Once they cleared the house and realized they were in the wrong premises, they almost didn't know what to do after they found my grow. I was growing no more than 15 plants in different stages. My child was not present, nor was my girlfriend, who they charged with possession and paraphernalia. Growing cannabis has been a passion of mine for the past 15 years, he says, and he keeps it very quiet. And this has obviously turned his life upside down, and he's being treated as a major criminal. So he wanted to get his story out there to see if there's anything he can do to get back on track. Uh, so we're kind of putting it out to the community. It's it's a bum rap. I I talked to him a little about lawyers and kind of told him that it sounds like there's a good chance dude might get off if they just showed up at the wrong house, found his grow, and are charging him with all kinds of shit. Yeah, that kind of stuff is bullshit, but it's also classic. Oh, my God. He just area. emailed me and said, please don't use his full name or city. <sighs> oh, <laughs> dude, I'm so sorry. I just read that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, people can help. I can't believe you emailed me with your full name, real name, the first time, buddy. But hopefully, our community can reach out to me at info at adamdunshow.com and I'll put him. You can just be in touch with me, and I'll I'll talk to the mystery man himself. Uh, news, news, news. The price of pot has plummeted in Washington State. On opening day of legal weed sales in Washington last July, consumer and tourists found themselves paying the elevated price of up to $100 for an eighth. Bike, you have no comment? 
Come on. I don't know how much he can say. Well, you have something to say, I'm That's sure. Look, look, look at his I like to hear that. Look, look, look yeah. his eyes all sparkling. I think they had him right on day one. Nine months later, Washington growers now have a massive surplus of marijuana, and that surplus has caused prices to drop substantially. Grams of marijuana now co- that once cost $30 now cost 12 bucks, according to data released by the state's Liquor Control Board. Never been that high in the first No, the $12 grams where we're at. No one on the, and then it says under this, no one on the planet should pay $30 for a gram of Kush. Now, sour. True. Sour, that's Ooh. another story. News, news, news me. Mike, I can't believe you hadn't heard this one. Worse than marijuana cotton mouth. Oh, man. Cotton vagina. Oof. Cotton vag, you, you know of it, AJ? Have you heard of it? Adam said he had heard of it. I have heard of it. I'm not saying have you experienced <laughs> it. I'm asking you. Exactly. Heard, heard. I heard about it. Wait, have you heard? Well, Doc, have you heard of Dr. Pepper? Yeah, I told you Doc was the first person. Are we going to go there, too? Have you sure. Dr. You Pepper? steal the show with the Dr. Pepper, and then I'll read go the story. Ahead. Have you go ever ahead. heard the girls who drink Dr. Pepper have to spend extra time cleaning down south because the Dr. Pepper affects the <laughs> vaginal flavor and taste? It's a really? 30, the thirty third flavor. <laughs> Are those vag terps? I know. Is that yes. the term for that vag terps? It's great for marinating ribs. Doctor Pepper. Yeah. Vag yeah. Juice. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> I know what we're talking. No, but about. if you Google, uh, there's a lot of people talking about it on the internet. A lot of people. On which site? <laughs> on, on Google, there. If you Google. Google Vaginal smell, Dr. Pepper. Whoa. <laughs> Shit goes nuts. Really? Yeah, he's got to come up a full, that, at least a full page. The kid did that before, and I had to spend 40 minutes cleaning <laughs> out the computer. <laughs> that's why the kid, that's how All right, back to the news here. Anybody who smokes pot knows that the mouth tends to get a little dry after smoke sessions, but according to Dr. Julie Holland, author she of... smoking with her vagina? Her, her book is called Moody Bitches, The Truth About the Drugs You're Taking, The Sleep You're Missing, The Sex You're Not Having, and What's Really Making You Crazy. According to her, marijuana can also have the same effect on lady parts. She says, vaginal dryness is exactly like dry mouth. It's the same thing. It's the drying of the mucous membranes. And she said that in an interview with Vice. Now, not all pot is going to give you dry mouth, but if you've had a strain that is giving you dry mouth, it will also make you dry down there. So the, uh, apparently it sparked a lot of interest on Internet forums. There's a new uh, Urban Dictionary entry for cotton vagina. Come on. <laughs> She says, apparently she cites one of the only studies available on POTS correlation to dry vaginas, explaining why there's such little research on the topic. There aren't many articles, Holland told Vice. Think about what drives research. Drug companies pay for research so they can develop new drugs. And if the government pays for research, uh, the government pays for research if it's something dangerous. It's also called cotton pussy on the dictionary. Sure, probably. (laughs) Is that a term? I'm looking at it. No, there you go. Despite marijuana's natural way of depleting vaginal moisture, Holland praises the new pot-infused female sex lubephoria, though, for its use of coconut oil. There you go. Balance balance it out. Sour diesel will keep your vagina moist (laughs) and smelling and tasting. The real one is sour, Wait a second. I don't want anything sour. Keep your vagina moist. I don't want anything... (laughs) (laughs) I don't want anything... News, news, news. Vagina and sour in the same sense. How about this one? Wait, can I just read the the definition of cotton vagina from Urban Dictionary? (laughs) Sure. It's two sentences. Um, Now an experience of dryness when stoned during intercourse. Quote, we smoked before, so I had really bad cotton vagina when he tried to put it in me. And this and this was posted in January twenty fifth, two thousand twelve. So it's wow. been, so it's a known it's, it's a known thing. A that maybe that's what she was citing. Maybe that's Possibly. the one the one study she found. Despite legalization, Colorado teenagers stubbornly refused to smoke more pot. 
How about that? Uh, new like little shits. <laughs> new survey data. <laughs> Start smoking. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? New survey data from Colorado indicate You're not that. Not doing your job there, AJ. That marijuana legalization you so work far. Work a little harder around this fucking schoolyard. Get those kids going. Get them going. AJ's the, the drug dealer from the commercials in the yeah, 90s. Is that yeah, they cruise up on the bikes. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, yo, kids, what's going down? Just say no, kids. Just say no Just to say. AJ. <laughs> <laughs> New survey data from Colorado indicate that marijuana legalization so far has not led to an increase in pot smoking by teenagers, as prohibitionists warned it would. It's and been going down. Kids have been smoking less weed here for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, you can. it's still... It, Pace has actually accelerated in the decline. The decline has accelerated. All these kids it's, getting it's because they're already on drugs. No well, better drugs. Different drugs. Right. Or it's from the cotton vagina. In the 2013 Healthy Kids, <laughs> kids survey, it out earlier. Thirty-seven. Like, what? Thirty-seven percent of high school students reported that they had ever tried marijuana. How much? Thirty-seven percent of high school kids in Colorado. That's pretty. I feel like it's higher. Wait, than so that. they said the thirty only thirty seven percent less than that. What in Col- well, yeah? But this is Colorado now. Is third, a third, I guess, a little more than a third of the kids in high school. I feel like a lot of the freshmen haven't, but most of the seniors have. When it's more, I think the kid you were recently in high school. <laughs> God, I was in high school dating a high school almost ten years ago now. Um, but no, I mean, I I definitely think what you said is accurate because a lot of kids that I knew in high school with that were like the drug addicts definitely like didn't waste their time with bud. They, they went right to pills and a bunch of other 10. stupid shit. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, though. I definitely would say that, like you said, higher than 37% in a standard high school has had to have tried. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying smoke every day, but has, has tried. tried. I mean, it's just probably I'd also 40, kids not I'd being honest about it. I mean, Yeah, they, don't, they didn't know that their parents weren't going to find out. Right, or that it wasn't a test and they were going to be like, oh, really? So yeah. empty your pockets. So so like, we're yeah, searching yeah, your locker. Right. 18% they smart They don't trust kids. the government with 18% information. 18% real smart kids. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So right. total forty, what did you fifty five in Adam's estimate? Yeah. That's that's probably a little bit more accurate. I'd say half a school probably hasn't, if you considered all the freshmen and then some of the older people. So some, some of the older point, people, tipping the tipping point, and the teachers too that don't admit it. Come on, what the te- they didn't survey the teachers. <laughs> of course, <but laughs> that's what I would say. Like students, if you looked at the, it'd probably be exactly the same. Okay, news, news, news. I don't know where that cough came from. <laughs> Everyone want to cough? Everyone want to take a I moment to I cough? I take the time there. You're, you're now really that we're all coughing. Cannabis activist lights up in live TV interview on South Africa's state broadcaster. Andre Duplessis smoked marijuana during a legalization debate with the Central Drug Authority's deputy chairman, who displayed no reaction to the move. That's pretty good. It's like Adam sitting down with the head of the DEA on TV and lighting up a dube. Uh, a, cannab- a cannabis activist lit up a joint during a live debate about legalization aired on South Africa's state broadcaster in front of the deputy chairman of the country's central drug authority. Andre Duplessis reacted with outrage after the agency's David Bayever claimed a delay in sub- blamed a delay in submitting a report on the legalization issue to the country's recent xenophobic attacks. Mr. Duplessis was who was participating in Monday's SABC interview from a mobile studio in the port city of Durban, responded that Bayever was making an excuse for being late and doing your job before putting a joint between his lips and lighting it up. He took a couple of puffs as the spokesman continued to argue for further research before muttering when asked for further comment by the SABC presenter. I think that's all I've got to say. He then stood, removed his microphone, and walked off set. <laughs> It's like throws Mike down. No, there's the there's, there's the video of is there it explosions right behind him. No, he's just no. like that would be good. rips it, Drop and I'm Mike done. Explosion. Yeah, Mike drop. 
You should Boom. add those in. <laughs> yeah. After Effects. Yeah. After Effects. After. That'd be good. That'll be good. Right. We'll, we'll do it on our show. We'll do it. We'll do it. News, news, news. You saw our sock puppets. Yeah, we'll get in there. Marijuana legalization in Nebraska, 2015. Medical cannabis bill passes first hurdle in state senate. Nice. Nebraska, not a place I associate yeah, going to. We're getting down Land to of this, hemp. We're getting down to the states where yeah, I was it's, like, it'll never go. And yeah. it's going. And you're like, all right, Texas, Nebraska. Is Nebraska still suing uh, Colorado? Yeah, those pussies. Well, I think they got to give it up now. <laughs> a bill that would legalize some forms of medical marijuana in Nebraska passed its first hurdle Tuesday after state senators voted to advance the proposal. The bill, which was first debated last week, gained um, support among skeptics after senators adopted an amendment that would prohibit marijuana smoking. And exclude chronic pain from the list of qualifying medical conditions. <coughs> so we know where this is going. Mike, why did you send me that? It's not awesome news. That's like I didn't read the news. I just read news. you uh, read titles and passed them over because you said I had four minutes to give you some stories. Oh, this one's good. This one's good. That's not what well, he you're, said. You're he said welcome. four days. Heard. He gave it to you four days ago. Mike, you, just didn't you had two job. weeks to do this. This is like what well, we take our job seriously. You know that we would never say four minutes. Where's Have my, you ever seen me sit down unprepared? So our news is like. Have you ever seen me sit down unprepared? Well thought through. Yes. They're always prepared. Yeah. All right. Oh news, 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 news. Saw the sock puppet. Hey, news, 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 This uh, one's going to be good. It will so be if the welcome. if the internet loads. No, bike. You no. sent me a bad link. Bad link. Bike. What are you doing? You're using all my Wi-Fi. You guys can't get like using all the Wi-Fi. You guys can't get stuff from here to here. I know. I know. Too lazy to write it down and pass it to him. Bike. Why don't you print this out and highlight it like you were supposed to? Yes. 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 See, kid, he takes it so much better than you. Hmm. Uh, I don't want to pick on you. I don't want to pick on you. But well, you, it's because you can't anymore. I was here at 9.30 today. My shit was color-coded. F- Everything was fucking rip-raring and ready to go. It's yeah, rip-raring and porned out. Oh, all that porn. Yeah, rip-raring and porned out. Like I said, I'm in here for an extended period of time by myself. What else am I supposed to do? Beat off. I mean... I mean, it was like you don't have to install the spyware though. That's the main. Well, no, that just comes main. with it. I mean, it's either you watch the porn and get the spyware, or you don't have spyware. Spank banking, yeah. So. Spank banking. I don't even know what that means. It looks like it's loading now. It's not loading now. Here we go. Bike, uh, read the news. You read it already. Read it. Read it. I don't Do have it again. Have anymore. What is it? Close the tabs. Wow. Why can't you talk? Give us something. Give us a title. What was the title? Uh, this one says, Time has come to re-examine cannabis prohibition, Israel's police chief says. Yeah, that's what I was, I was just going to say. Yeah, that, yeah um, thanks. And, and that's what we were looking and at. Then and then in uh, Manchester, know. England, police discovered 1,500 marijuana plants. That's a pretty big find for England, I feel like. It's, I mean, it depends at what stages and where. It's probably, it sure. could be like one Vietnamese family with like two houses stuffed to fucking gills on every single floor, or it could be like a warehouse, or it could be... It's like that lady know, in that movie... Which Saving one? Grace. That's the only way I ever picture large-scale grows in England. It's old the ladies in the country. Out, yeah, yeah. Out of the sky. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. No, they're they have some pretty decent-sized grows there for sure. And they were like the ones that are big and underground that ran for years. They, you know, they're stealing power and under the ground or whatever. Those things uh, churned out for years, but <coughs> they went through some big phases where they just like wiped out everybody. Like because England's. Can get strangled. They're they're. Like, it's an island, so yeah. They, <laughs> once in a, once in a while, they decide to crack down, and it sucks. You go over there, you're like, oh my god, is there really no good weed? And they I mean, got everyone. They do. They'll hit all yeah. the big ones, and then everyone relax. You know, everyone gets really lax. The days go after a while. And, oh yeah, we got it. It's all the time, and then 
Snap your fingers, it's over. It's over, but when they get gear. Oh, first of all, I want to know why no one's eating pizza. Now, just, pizza now we have, here? like, pizza getting cold. Yeah, that's the pizza. Know, I know, I that know. wasn't just a gag to get the pizza guy to take a bite. Don't even look, Joe. It's not, it's not even edible to you, probably. Yeah, it's not from New York. Don't worry about it. In the meantime, I'm just used to let's it. do some shouts, Adam. Yeah? What is this sure. Pizza? Big shout-out to Pineapple Way to Grow. Yes, sir. Seven Shops. Uh, my favorite one, of course, the Platte River uh, location. Why? Tell because us why. Because they have the they have everything you need. Oh yeah, concentrate. yeah. Concentrate Corner. Concentrate Corner is there, so I can always send my friends there, and uh, they're always surprised that it's available right here, right there, and bam, they can get that, and they can order stuff if they need to. Ovens, all sorts of good stuff. What do we got here? We got, is this the world famous? And of course, they're uh, still doing the dirt um, cheap sale over there at Way to Grow. Thirty-two bucks for a bale of Promix. Eleven bucks for a bag of Roots Organics. Twelve bucks for a bag of Botanic Hair Cocoa Grow. Eleven fifty for the Royal Gold Tuper. And of course, anytime you go in Way to Grow, you should always say Adam Dunn Show when they ask you what your account is because you got it. AJ. You got a good discount on Way to Grow yet? Have you been here long Dude, enough? Dude, I went to Way to Grow. I didn't even mention Adam Dunn. And I was shocked at how cheap it was. Really? For real, I'm not even... I have oh, yeah, no reason to say that. You should go in and say, Adam Dunn, next time, and you'll shit yourself. You'll realize how much money people owe you. <laughs> and if, go ahead. East Coast is expensive. Make, it, make your gig. Go ahead. No? All right. Chew, chewing in the mic more, though. That's working out for whoever's doing whoever's taking charge of chewing in the mic. That's, <laughs> it's every, I am not even eating right now. And, of course, big, big shout-out to Dark Horse Genetics. Uh, I think we're going to do a giveaway. That's what Jason said he wants to do. That pizza's horrible. Give me another slice. Yes. Uh, we're going to do a giveaway on a pack of King Banner 13. Bruce Banner, Cross of the King Louie. Nice one. Yeah, I'll do it now. And one of these awesome right new... Yeah, yeah, right now. Right now. Right All, one of these awesome new Dark Horse Genetics hats. You see this here? It's a nice hat. I want to win those beans. Yeah, everyone wants to win those beans. So, let's see. How, how do we want them going? to win? How call in. Call in. Call in. Seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. Uh, first person to make us laugh, go ahead. You guys want those beans? Uh, I forgot. There's a delay. Seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven for a pack of King Banners or Banner Thirteens. King Lily Cross with Bruce Banner. That's what it is. Call it in, boys. Ring up the phone. You don't even have to make us laugh. Just call. Seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. Kid, do you have call. Skype on? There yeah, it is. I know they have to make us laugh. If you don't make right, us laugh, I'm laugh. hanging up on you. Well, I need to plug Skype in, so tell them to wait. Though. Okay, caller, hang on one second. We're plugging you in. We can't hear you. You can't hear us, or something like that. Uh, you got that going, kid? Oh, we got another caller. They're ringing. Oh, we got three callers now. The lines are blowing up. All right, they should be able to hear us, and we all should right. be able to hear them. Well, you got to pick up the other calls. Add them all to the group. Yeah. Call. Yo, yeah. yeah, what's going on? Don't oh, hang up. Just keep calling. Oh, angry. You can't win the seeds. Oh, uh, yeah. I want the hat. Fuck the seeds. We'll get you uh, a hat. I'll, I'll buy the seeds. I want the hat. Oh, all right, all right. I'm angry. Oh. Just, just Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. You have five seconds to make us laugh. What's up, guys? Did you guys read the email that I sent you about being a food runner? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I read that email. No one else did. Uh, it's not making me laugh. You didn't order that? No. I, no, no I, I brought it up. I brought it up. I don't know that you want a pack of beans off this, but I will email you back. Thanks and for we calling, can be man. food runner. What, Ryan? What's the, the kids getting all megalomaniacal? You're on the Adam Dunn Show. Make us laugh. Yeah, that's a delay and a half. Delay and a half. Delay and a half. You you gonna make us laugh? 
Yeah, if I can embarrass myself a little bit. Go ahead. And say who it is after the show. <laughs> sure, go, go ahead. Let me eat some pizza while you do that. Um, I don't know. I had a dream last night. Uh, I was eating chocolate pudding. I woke up with a spoon in my butt. No, that wasn't good. funny no enough. Laughing here. Okay, <laughs> sorry, man. Thank you. Thank you. That wasn't funny. That was not funny at all. <laughs> We're trying to eat here. Exactly. You're on the Adam Dunn show. What's up? You guys got those beans? Yeah, you uh, you got to make what us laugh. Got? Uh, okay. Uh, let's see a joke for what? <laughs> Wait, whatever, man. You're already not funny. <laughs> All right, so three guys get sent to hell. The devil, the devil comes down. He says, "Before, before you guys get get to heaven, you guys got to make it. Before you guys get out of here, you got to make it up these twenty-two steps." First guy makes it up three steps. He says, "Oh man, I can't bear the pain." The devil says, "What'd your daddy do?" He said, "My daddy was a candy maker." He said, "Well, you're gonna, you gotta." Man, my God, came. He hung up on us. You're on the Adam Dunn show. Make us laugh. Hello, who are we talking to? Someone at a convertible. Yo, yo, just Gabe. What's going on? How's it going, man? How are you guys doing today? We're doing well. You got to so you got to make us laugh to get the beans. Nobody's made us laugh yet. Uh, nobody's made you guys laugh. Yet. Nope, nope. And you're not gonna eat. All right. It doesn't look like it, does it? <laughs> hey, Roberto, we gotta make these guys laugh. Think it's something funny. <laughs> See, now we're on the spot. We can't make it sound like you guys are giggling a little. Everyone's been laughing. It doesn't matter. He made us laugh. Give him the beans. Who? This guy? Alright, well, he's the last caller anyway. Everybody hung up, so it looks like he gets beans. Is he on there still? Yeah, he's still here. Oh, uh, now you got time to fucking think of a good joke. No, we were laughing at him. Hey. Yeah, still gotta make us laugh. So, no, that counts to hey, me. We I, didn't like say. It I like was the guy? Was it the guy on the couch? Was he actually on the couch when you asked him? Or was, where was the guy when you asked him for the, for the advice? Was he laying on a couch or doing anything hilarious like that? Because usually it's the guy on the couch that comes up with the funny shit. You know, you know that. He definitely wasn't on the couch. He wasn't on the couch. So that guy's not even funny at all, probably. He's half. He's barely funny. Was he doing any work? Was you guys working or doing anything pro- anything productive? Or what are you guys doing? Just hanging out listening to the We're, show? We are. Well, I was listening to the show, but I had to turn off the show to call in. They do. So that's, now, that's, thanks so for now doing that. Thanks for, thanks for knowing that. That's it. That's I'm, just cu- I'm, I'm cutting corn to Bruce Banner, to be honest. Nice. nice. Well, then like you'll that. love these, these uh, Louis Banner beans. Um, that's that's why I was so excited to call in. Let me. How do we? How should we? What's a? Uh, I don't want you to make. You know what? E- email Mitch at adamdunshow dot com with your name and contact info, and we'll get you hooked up with Jason at Dark Horse. I have. Uh, is that who I be getting them from? Yeah. All right. Cool. I actually have your number, so I can just text you. Like, you can just text me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. All right. Sounds good. All right. Sounds cool, good. man. Thank you, man. Thanks. Thanks man. for calling. All right, so we have this 509 number that keeps calling. Could be Linux. Hey, you're on the Adam Dunn Show. Oh, uh, what's up, fellas? Am I too late for the beans? You, you yeah, just missed them. Yeah, just Sorry. missed it. Uh, I'm at work trying to freaking call undercover. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, man. We'll get more in next uh, time. You guys have a good one, man. Keep it Thanks, up. Thanks, man. You, you too. too. See ya. 
Cool. There's a lot of callers for that. Though. Listen to us at work. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We we should do that more often. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we haven't done that for a while. Yeah, but you got to do a regular thing so people can work on being funny when they call. Up. That's why it was funny to us, Joe. Yeah, that's why it was funny. I, that's what made it work for me. No, but I agree though. I mean, we need to do the same thing every week so people know yeah, this is what yeah. we're giving away. I got to I got to. All right, well, let's finish our shout outs because that was a long shout out. Of course, big shout out to Incredibles Edibles, Colorado's number one edible. Incrediblescolorado.com. I saw some of their sap from Incredibles Extracts the other day. It looked really good. Nice. Yeah, I think it was some. Uh, Can we get some R four? No, it was it was just BHO sap. I would assume. And of course, big shout out to AU Extracts. Speaking of concentrates, uh, third winner, place winner of the High Times Cannabis Cup. Or the sativa category in the concentrates. And our concentrate sponsor available on shelves in the great state of Oregon. Oregon, yeah. Definitely. And soon to be Colorado, right? Yep. And if you're in <laughs> Oregon and you need some processing, they're definitely awesome people. Real quick turnaround. Do all the things we like, you know, just what, what people don't want. You, know, you don't want it to be slow. And you want it to be you know, good returns, fast. They do PHO, BHO. The whole shebang, bang. The whole shebang. Whole shebang. Um, of course, big shout out to Build the Soil. Dude, every week I say it and every week it's true. I just had to some, link someone up with Jeremy. Big order. Oh, yeah. I love it. I gave him. I gave him the, the guys from Big Wonderful. Yeah, is, uh, down the street here, and they and they have a two acre pretty much area there. So they got lots of, lots of interesting stuff for him, and it's all urban garden stuff. So I'm sure. If you guys aren't connecting with Jeremy at Build the Soil, go to buildthesoil.com. Call him on the phone number on the website. If I'm you're connecting with him via smoking weed that is grown in his soil. And how do you feel about it? Stoned. You've been smoking a lot of weed for a long time. Is that correct, bicycle? Yes. Do you think that the build the soil weed is in any way superior or in every way superior? I, I can <clears throat> safely say I think it is because Nick's only been growing for he's been growing for less than two years. I mean, um, and that weed's pretty bomb, huh? I I love this weed. That's what I was just going to comment on. I mean, I've never had anybody else's bud from build a soil. And, uh, I mean, his was fantastic. I mean, he gave me some of his glue, and I'm not a big glue fan, and it was definitely some of the best yeah, you love some of the, the best glue. glue that I've seen in a while. So, I mean, I like it. I think it's good. It tasted really good. Your, your, your you know keyboard, what I mean? Your keyboard likes the glue, though. My yeah, keyboard's a yeah. big glue fan. <laughs> your keyboard's very glue. Of course. Uh, that rounds out our shout-outs. Wow. So we're just waiting for Lennox now. Um, let me give him a little heads-up and then uh, see if he's ready. Cool. That would be cool. In between, we can talk with AJ about his uh, life as a sour. As AJ, a sour, you like boxing? How's, how's, how's it going over there? As a sour what? A sour boxing fan. Let's see. I'm trying oh, to segue. Okay. Some you Mayweather fan or Pacquiao fan, AJ? Uh, Did you watch yeah. the fight? I'd rather watch people fight on the street, honestly. You're not, so you're not a fan of the sport, the, yeah, the, the art of boxing? I'll watch it once you like brawling. in a while, but yeah, I mean, uh, I will stop for a good street fight and watch sure, that. Sure, sure. Can I ask something? Why sure. is it, I need to find out ever since you told me he loves it. Why is it that Adam likes this so much? <laughs> he said this is your favorite. I, I made I turned him on. I got him right. He turned me on to it. That's it. He likes it that much that he turns people onto this song. It, it ruins your life once you're done. You're, you're done. That's it. You have to see the video though. They're from Norway, I think, or something like that. They're, they're ridiculous. That's fine. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's it's so bad, and it's like yeah, it's one of those things. You, oh, you see it, you're like, oh, this is terrible. But you love it. Pass it on to someone else. And let them, <laughs> Blake, let you know it well, yeah. Oh, oh, yes, you're I've the king it. of bad internet stuff. 
And good internet. So you were you really you really well situated on the internet. Yes, they, so, did, yeah. they did a Jimmy Fallon rip off of this one. That was pretty hilarious. One to point. They do a little, seg- little segment on it. On the what the fuck say? Yeah, a bunch right. of people did. There's a whole cool. bunch. There's a whole bunch. That's the best. Is the spoofs of that are even better because that's so bad to start with. Funny. I've never heard it before today. So. Well, you got to see oh, the video. It's nothing yeah, without never, the video. Never heard that's it before it. today. You're done. You're done. You're done. It's, it's funny though. Stuck in your head. He'll, he'll be giggling for like a week. Well, when if it's I see the video, video? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 it's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, you will it's die. Yeah. All right, I'll look it up. Not now. What the fuck say by Elvis? Okay, kid. We got to take the soundboard away from him. It's already too much. So one episode. Try to go all high tech. You get the stock puppets in the beginning, and shit goes crazy with the stock puppets. Was our. Our, you know, official host over here's idea. No, the sock puppets were great. The one, the, the first the one was still the, the best AJ one. AJ missed the solace. It was you, a sock puppet show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> missed the sock puppets. Yeah, that's how we started. We can't bring it back for you now. The first one was funny. So, Adam, are you are you in communication with Mr. Lewis? Uh, not officially, yeah. Not officially, because Jamaica communication's a little weird down there. No, 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 it's good. It's good. We got it. We got it. Well, uh, Bike, you like sports. Talk about sports and cannabis for a minute. It's good to get stoned and watch sports. Is that well, <laughs> talk about people playing sports on drugs. You were just going wild with Adam on that. We weren't going wild about that. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> they were going wild. Guys going wild. Adam to go All wild sports and cannabis. <laughs> was there was what, wildness going on? No, was I was talking about the... the what's that game? What's Baseball? Yeah. Pitcher? Doc Acid? Ellis, Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis. And oh, then, yeah. That was not quite marijuana. No, 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 we're talking drugs. But he did, oh, he did everything. Drugs, he sure, did everything. Sure, yeah. we'll dial it back down. We'll, we'll zero back in. Those, but specifically a ten strip. The funny part was that. The funny part was that if you watch, his whole deal was just intimidation anyway. So if you know someone's dosed up that hard, and they're planning on hurting people, that's what they wanted to do. And he just tried to hurt. He's like, no, I was trying to. He killed him basically. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, wow, that guy. And he was like focused on it. And every single team got every guy got hit right off the bat. Bam, bam, bam. Just hit everybody. And then it was just like Pete Rose hit every hit them all. Just threw it at everybody. And then so one he was guy tripping face and hitting people with the baseball. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like, <laughs> and it was just taking them out one after another. And it was like, all right, we got to take him out. We got to bring him out of there. And then he. Uh, at that point, there was kind of like he was a loose cannon. He was just a proper loose cannon. Proper loose cannon. <laughs> but he could throw a fucking, like, even his dad was like, when he was like nine, he was like, all right, I'll stop playing with the kid now because he's starting to hurt me. You know what I mean? It was like, kid I had an arm. Kid had an arm. Yeah. Like, who was that other guy you were talking about? The other, the other two acid guys, right? Yeah. Um, the spaceman, Bill Lee. What's his deal? He used to take a lot of drugs and play Major League Baseball as well. Was he good I at think it? He was, I think he was more strictly acid. This is why I think baseball is a game, not a sport. Because you couldn't box on a lot of acid. What's the difference between a game and a sport? Man? How do you if know you couldn't that. box on a lot of acid, though? What if you yeah, took acid and we're just I like, yeah, like the best though. fucking boxer ever? Because everything's like in super slow mo, maybe, and you can. Uh, like, yeah. no, I don't know about it that. Could, you don't know that, though. It could be awesome. Know. It could be bad. It could be really awesome. The crowd thing would get really crazy. Really crazy. The lights, the crowd, the ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. circles, yeah. yeah. But if you but if you, you practice on possibly. acid, possibly at that point you could just you levitate fly. and then you could just yeah. be like fly box. Do you know the kung fu movie? Kung fu movie on wire style, flying across the screen like man. 
be crazy. Could in reality of things, but then the reality is he's not. Fucked you're, you're up. Yeah. There like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> getting punched in the face. <laughs> you're thinking you're flying around. It's awesome. So I mean, this is you know the, the sports and cannabis discussion is obviously pretty limited to to the date because you can't talk about it. These guys would be in a lot of trouble if people found out. Mostly. So, but it's been relevant recently with the NFL with head injuries. And NHL stuff. too. A lot of hockey players openly admit to smoking. And do they get in trouble? And UFC, of course, has been brought the discussion a lot. Uh, I mean, the hockey players. I definitely think that they they would get in trouble if they failed a drug test. Like, but they admit to, like, like Cote, for example. As soon as he retired, went and did the Hempels Foundation and does all of the the reggae stuff now. So he, they all. Do hockey players like reggae as a class? No, a lot of them aren't into that, but. Um, he, uh, I know that they definitely are some that openly admit to smoking marijuana, so maybe they don't get in trouble. You know, I don't, I don't know. I think well. it's going to change pretty soon, though, when they have, uh, you know, because they're going to be using a lot of therapy stuff when they figure out, like, ooh, this can, because a lot of it is just pretty much obviously cannabis perfect because it's like trauma people, people like that. You know, it's like, it's all about protection, neural protection and stuff, and I'm sure they're going to come up with whole bunch of stuff they'll be like oh look at that cannabis helps that and it's like obvious because it kind of what it always does it kind of repairs and uh protects you know that's it's good. it serves and protects like the cops are supposed to just like cannabis just, just like my seat company doing what the cops are supposed to um so i guess uh the nhl does have a loose policy because i'm loading up this article that says the nfl should be more like the NHL on marijuana. So yeah, I guess they don't get in trouble because I do know that a so very, very select few, but there is at least a handful of them that openly admit to. Well, I'm, I'll read this one real quick. This is from 2014. Given that Cleveland Browns receiver Josh Gordon could miss the entire 2014 season for smoking marijuana, while the league scarcely trembles at more serious offenses such as domestic abuse, is proof that the NFL needs to reevaluate its substance abuse policy. I just think it's incredibly punitive, especially when you look at how violent the sport is. When you look at the effects it has on the mind and body and soul, and when you look at marijuana as being a drug that's being medicinally accepted more and more in various states, CBS NFL insider Jason Lockhanfora said on For All on the Beach. We had some federal legislation come through last week that basically aims to bar the DEA from going after any of these medical... Mar- oh, this is old. Old news. That's old. But... What he says is, would I rather smoke a joint or get shot up with Toradol or any of the other anti-inflammatories or painkillers that create their own issues in painkiller addiction, he asked. And that's, I think, a big point with athletes. These guys are destroying their bodies on a regular basis for entertainment. And uh, what's that weird music? Uh, it's Lennox's old music. Nice. There's like classical music playing in the background. Of course, that's Lennox Lewis's old music. Um, but yeah, they... I guess the NHL does not have strict penalties for it, nor should they. And and let me just say, you don't hear stories about, not that the two are related, but you never hear stories of domestic abuse or any type of abuse with children that you hear from the boxing or from football recently, any of that stuff. All of the hockey players are usually clean-cut dudes. They never get in trouble for stupid shit. You never hear about bad stuff in the media about hockey players. I bet if you're in hockey, though, and you hear all day long... <coughs> Well, yeah, but we're not in Hockeyville. Like, no, no, but I don't know. My, like, my parents are, I mean, Flyer Country is the, uh, Philadelphia is a big hockey city, and my parents are really into it. You definitely don't hear bad stuff about hockey players, except for the fact that they're poor sports. All hockey players are. Philly is more of a, a drinking <laughs> city, and they do whatever they get is going out, on. They get it out on the rink. That's the best part. They just, like, kill each other in the rink. Yeah, whatever so the sport is. Currently, is thought that. Is it Santa Claus? 
Uh, oh, damn, <coughs> internet went out again, but currently... Uh, <coughs> we got a Skype call coming in. Oh, nice. It's agreed the NHL has the weakest drug policy of all sports. Mm. Hello there. Adam Dunshow, who we got on the air? <laughs> Hi, this is Lennox Lewis. Hey, hey. How you doing, my friend? Clapping? We're not clapping. Hey, hey, we're clapping. clapping. Hey, hey, clap. hey, oh. clapping. Whoa, we have to do the old thing. He's really him. He's not an impersonator, right? No, it's, it's the, the real deal. So, uh, how you doing? You're in Jamaica right now, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Jamaica with nice. the family. Nice, nice. Well, we're, we're you could call it. You could call it my back cave, and then you know, when the world needs me, I'll take a plane out and I'll go whether to Vegas or England or Germany or Russia. Oh yeah, no, I know you're always on the move. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, nice to get you finally on the air because uh, we've talked about it a bunch of times, but. Uh, you know, never really seemed to be timely, but the other day with the with the fight going down, and everybody talking, everybody becoming an boxing's expert. big again. Everybody all of a became sudden. an expert overnight, and then Mitch, as you know, when you met him before, big boxing fan. So we thought, you know, we'd let him give him a dream dream scenario where he gets to talk to you sort of one on one and kind of bring up some stuff that he's been investigating and stuff. And he, he's one of the he's definitely been looking. Sure, for, I'm ready. Let's right. have it. Let's <laughs> have it. Do it. Right on. This is. <laughs> Lennox, I've wanted to be a boxing journalist since I was 10 years old. I ended up doing cannabis journalism as a lark, but here we are. So, Lark? Don't I mean, it a lark. It was a lark at first. You said you want to come be my sidekick, and I ended up That's doing true. it. That's, That's true. true. I did say sidekick. <laughs> I like to call it a sidekick. You know. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously for the first time in a long time, boxing is relevant in the public the public eye. Mayweather Pacquiao, we got to talk about it because everyone's talking about it. <coughs> what did you think of the fight? <coughs> Well, it's interesting, you know, because even before the fight happened, I was I gave my assessment, and I'm glad that my assessment was right when it comes to, you know, boxing and, and what you're going to get. You see, you have a lot of people out there that, you know, they, they, they build up an animosity towards one boxer, and they just don't like how he's living, they don't like what he's doing, and he's winning too much, and uh, he's winning easily, and uh, we want we want to see if there's a guy that can beat him, so... Everybody was wishing that Pacquiao was the man because he's beaten a lot of good fighters out there. And a lot of them didn't do their homework knowing that Pacquiao is really the winner of eight weight classes and, you know, he's just going up and up. And there has to be that weight class that he can't conquer. And this was it. You know, the man was bigger and just as good, even better than him. And he he boxes a defensive style, and he deals with the sweet science. The sweet science is hit without being hit. Absolutely, and and you saw it. I mean, Manny's punch output was minuscule. His his accuracy was terrible. It just wasn't Manny Pacquiao in there. Right. I said, if you can't catch it, you can't hit it. And a lot of people felt that they can hit Floyd, but when they step into the ring and actually experience the movement and the speed and the rhythm of, of Floyd's movement and boxing, they that's when they find it difficult. And then they say, oh, well, let me go train for six months and come and try it again because I think I can work it out. And they never do because what he's been doing, he's been doing it for years. And what you need to be doing to be able to compete with that, you need to be doing it for years as well. And and, and certainly no one has. And, and it's his timing, his reflexes, uh, everything is is superlative there and you're right the sweet science so but i gotta ask more important than that my favorite favorite conflict of the entire evening was jim your your colleague jim lampley dissing on showtime the entire broadcast did you guys notice that on the show or was that just obvious to us on the audience 
I thought, I, you know, I took it as more as making fun. Yeah, yeah, no, it was know, totally because, joking. Because of the fact of, uh, you know, they, they haven't worked together for a long time, or even when they do work, for the last time they did work together was me and Tyson. Right. Right. We have so, a clip from that, uh, too. We got, some, we got some good clips lined up for you later, Lennox, that we're going to walk down memory lane. And you and Tyson's right. definitely one of them. But, yeah, man, uh, that was that was very entertaining to me. So what was it like to work as, alongside the, the Showtime broadcasters? That you're, You've never uh, broadcast with Showtime, right? Always HBO? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of weird at one time because one of them, uh, the Showtime guys, uh, said, asked me, he was a producer, he said, uh, do you mind taking off your hat? And I said, no, I don't really mind taking it off. Uh, okay, well, it looks better off. I said, no, it looks better on too. <laughs> so uh, he didn't really push me about that. But later on, you know, he wrote a letter saying that I, I, uh, uh, I didn't listen to a direct order. And, you know, what do I have to say about that? Uh, a producer asking me to take off my hat. Anyway, my my lawyer wrote wrote back to him and said, "Well, you know, we don't have like a half a million dollar watch that we put on our mic hand and we lift it up all the time, and we're not we're, we're not wearing diamond uh, earrings and, and gold chains." And then he wrote back and said, "Get your point." Get your point. And that was and and that was his Showtime man. Yeah, I think Paulie did good on the that. broadcast too. I think he he had a good a good read on it. And I I do want to say this. I heard Paul, Paulie on a boxing podcast last week saying that he thinks the Pacquiao shoulder thing is complete BS. Do you you want to make a statement on it? Well, I look at it like this: if you got two two hundred million dollars on the line, are you going to complain about a shoulder injury? Or are you gonna are you gonna say are you gonna remember he's been trying to get this man in in the ring for years? Finally has this man. I'm talking about Floyd in the ring, and there could be that chance that oh Floyd could say oh well you had your chance you know you didn't take it you know I'm gonna box somebody else. So all those things are on his mind. You know should would you now now I'm talking to you. Would you say you had a shoulder injury before the fight? I mean I. I, I can't. I can't. I've never been. You're, you've been much closer to that position than I've been anywhere near there in my life. I can say that dude was definitely putting his hands up a lot before, after, and during the fight, though. That's all I have to say on on the Pacquiao shoulder thing. I'm, I'm not saying that if he were in that position, he wouldn't still take the fight. I'm just saying it was crazy that with a torn rotator cuff, he could put his hands up like that. But with that said. I'm curious to, to get your feedback on what you think about boxing as, you know, what this event meant for boxing, what it, was, what it was like to broadcast on an event that people were watching, you know, non-boxing, casual fans, people who don't watch boxing. I was at a party with five people who don't watch boxing. Do we lose, do we lose Lennox? No. I think we still have him. He might have muted the phone. According <coughs> to Lennox, I think we still I have you on Skype. Oh, no. Oh no. oh no, Jamaica! Hold on. Well, we'll see if we you wanna. Oh, we can't call back. Yeah, cool. So you wanna you wanna cut the line, kid, and we'll we'll keep it rocking. Get him to call back in. Damn technical difficulties. We need a direct hard wire. I mean, it's just there. He's in Jamaica, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not easy, but no. and and I give him credit for for calling there. I mean, they're what three. Three hours before us? No. No, they are in Pennsylvania, so what does that make them here? 
You said they're one hour before, but I think it's like four hours. I think they're an hour before the East Coast, aren't they? No, not before. No? No, because they're (coughs) one more down (coughs) this way. So they're an hour before the East Coast. Hour before before, Miami. Cool. Hour before Miami. I think they're an hour before Miami in the winter. What? No, AJ. Which makes them an hour after us then, It's 2.26 p.m. in Jamaica. 226. So yeah, so yeah. an hour after us. All right, they're cool. under Eastern cool. Standard Time. Thank you, thank you, Bike. Well, but no, without no, daylight no, no. savings. Eastern Standard Time is according to is Google. Eastern Standard Time. Well, that's bullshit because Eastern Call Standard Google. Time is three twenty-six. Call them up. Saying it's true. It is right though. Yeah. It is three twenty-six in fucking All New York right, right now. Don't no. worry about no. it. No. Holy no. butt hurt over the time. Fuck you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Really? I just noticed that they have two offices in Boulder that are literally just big buildings right across the street from each other on Pearl Street. Google? Yeah. I don't think they're just big buildings. I think, yeah, you can go right there and and raise your complaints directly to them. I probably could do that. They'll definitely listen and they'll definitely give you anything you want. And also complain that the other Adam Dunn comes up first in Google, the baseball player, who's not a weed baseball player. I read this story the other day. If you put Adam Dunn weed, it definitely comes up with us. Yeah, yeah. Some guy tried to rob a bank. But he the, the the note that he held handed the teller wasn't ordering her money. It was essentially asking for it. He didn't have a weapon. He just said he had a weapon. Ah, oh, there we go. It, well, different number too. Different number. Let's see what's up. Yo yo, Adam Dunn show. This is me. This is one of the joys of living on that island. I know. That's, that's, that's what, what we figured. figured. We figured yep. Different phone lines. Different things. So. um... So we Mitch, got you back. Let me let me pick up where I left off in my little Mitch interview. Was, Mitch was right mid. He, he thought he was. He, I think he talked to you for a good minute after you. <laughs> after you got that. Hey, then, then let me phone you back on the house phone then. I'll phone you straight back. Okay, no problem. Bam, cool. Yeah. All right, so calling right back. So now nice. it's time to uh, to get your things. You know, Everything's in order. Uh, Everything is in order. It's breathe cool. Breathe deep. Breathe deep. Breathing deep. This one's for Ring Magazine, dude. I'm right. writing it up for Ring Magazine. Nice. No, I have the Tyson video up and ready to go. Nice, we'll talk. I want to get there soon. No, I got. I want to talk about the state of heavyweight boxing today a little, and Um, that leads into the brain injury, leads into cannabis use. Don't worry, there's a method to this madness. Yes, people, there is cannabis relation at some point. You gotta, you gotta go by by way of a familiar route. I can't just ask the champ about weed. That's weird. Yeah, there you go. It's weird. It's weird. Gone weird. All of a sudden, weird. So. uh... Speaking of the there it is. And you're back again. How are we, how are we doing on this line? Yeah, we're great. It sounds great. Even better. Nice. Perfect. So, Mitch, take cool. it away. Thank you, Adam. So I wanted to segue over. I mean, obviously, uh, this was the biggest, biggest fight in, in boxing history for, for a long time. Uh, obviously, since, well, the, since the big heavyweight yeah. days, yeah? Well, the thing is, you know, it, it was a big fight, and a lot of people always say that boxing's done, but I don't think boxing's done. It's, you know, what other sport can you make $200 million from? And um, it definitely shows that um, it's a, definitely a big plus for boxing right now. And a lot's happening with boxing, with the PBC putting it on, you know, public television, on NBC and stuff, not just on HBO and Showtime, and it's getting out to people more. Um but again, let's I, face it. Let's face it. Everybody wants to see a good fight. Everyone wants to see a good fight, and that's why casual <laughs> fans are disappointed with with Mayweather's sweet science. Um, yeah. 
Well, you know, you know, a lot of people were like I said. They they wanted to see Mayweather lose. They wanted. They felt that Pacquiao was the man to beat him, and uh, you know, they didn't see the action that they wanted to see. And you know, they, they the, the public has to realize and remember that you know this is sweet science is is hit without being hit. Uh, Floyd fought the same way he's fought for forty eight fights. And it's really up to a man to really come there and beat him, you know, impose his will on Floyd. And uh, we didn't really see that from Pacquiao. And we seen, I, I did see a, a, a glimpse of Pacquiao getting him against the ropes and then stopping and allowing him to uh, get out of the, uh, the ropes and uh, get away from yeah. danger. Well, and Floyd just looked bigger there, too. You know, that, yeah, as mean, he pushed him around. Yeah. So I want to bring that to you, though, because they have this whole thing. Just like you said, people got emotional about it, about Manny was the good guy and Floyd was the bad guy. And to some extent in your own career, you were you were the guy to save the image of the heavyweight title from Mike Tyson. You know, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I said in my career that I wanted to get rid, rid of all the misfits in heavyweight boxing. So, you know, I've, I've um, went through a lot of different uh, dramas in different fights, such as, you know, there's one fight with Henry Akawunda. You know, I came there to fight, and, you know, he was in good shape, and he just had a, a skinnier physique than me. And I know that we ate that same food with dumplings, you know, and uh, <laughs> rice and peas and chicken. So I know he's got, uh, he, he was eating some good food, but I was eating the same food. And I wanted to go in there and actually fight him. I didn't want to box because, you know, he was tall, long arms. So I wanted to fight him, but he was—he wasn't allowing me to do that. So he held me, and uh, with that fight, I actually learned how to do the waltz. <laughs> so, you know, I went through some of your earlier fights. You're bringing them up now. Yeah, you, you know the one with Oliver McCall. I was about to bring a, which one—the first or the second one? Down. Yeah, that second McCall. Well, first of all, the first McCall fight—I got to ask you because he had Emmanuel Stewart in his corner in that fight, and he caught you. You had your right low, and he caught you coming in. And then after that, is that when you picked up Emmanuel Stewart? Were you like, this guy has something figured out? Um, you know, me and Emmanuel have gone through different times where, you know, he was training some guy on the American team, and I was on the Canadian team at the time. And we've, we're, and I remember when I passed, he was always saying, yeah, you're a good fighter, you move well, and this and that. So uh, when it came a time for... Uh, looking for trainers out there, Manny was always uh, spoken for. So um, we never really got together, but it was this time was the right time because Oliver McCall was kind of derailed in a sense. Although he beat me, he was still like a loose cannon in, 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 in that regard. So uh, the opportunity was there, and we took it, and we just uh, didn't look back, and we were definitely a great combination. And, I mean, you beat the hell out of Tommy Morrison. It was a ridiculous, savage beating of him. And then you were up against McCall again, and that you were just talking about. He had, like, a nervous breakdown in the ring, right? He started crying. He wouldn't well, sit in his corner. You just showed me that video, and, and seeing that video, it actually was, was very strange because, like you said, he just just stopped fighting entirely. He just walked around, and you, it, it almost looked like you didn't even know what to do in that situation. Like, do I continue to go at him and swing as hard as I can? I mean, he's, he's literally just standing there with his arms to his side. It was funny because Manny says, 
what am I doing? Because I was like, uh, is this guy serious or is he trying to get me to, to commit myself? <laughs> you know, I was kind of confused and uh, I went back to the corner and I said, Manny, Manny's crying. He said, if he's crying, I said, he's not fighting. I said, Manny said, if he's not, if he's crying, he's not fighting, you make him fight, you go fight him. <laughs> so I remember those last words of Manny and then I started putting on the pressure a little bit more. But, you know, you still got to be careful with Oliver McCall. This is a man that's a reactive. So I don't want to be throwing a punch and then all of a sudden he reacts with a, some mad punch somewhere. So I was really cautious about going in against a man that beat me with some punch out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was, he's, he's, a, he's a strange one. And then after that, uh, you beat the shit out of Andrew Galada. Uh, you <laughs> from the, you worked off the jab, and you just made him crumble in the corner. This is a guy who, who beat up, who banged with Mike Tyson heavily. And then yeah. my favorite of your fights is you and Shannon Briggs. I was a big Shannon Briggs fan at the time. But Shannon, Shannon Briggs, you know, is uh, is a great guy. He was really, uh, he's, you could say he was coming up at the same time I was coming up, and he got a, a little bit more exposure being in New York. And I was saying, who is this guy getting commercials? And he's, you know, everybody knows who he is. And but he hasn't fought me. Who's he fought? So when um, HBO said that I me and Shannon are going to box in New York for the young heavyweights, you know, these are all the young young guys putting on the show. All the young guys. I think uh, Manny may have been, may have been on that show too. Um, you know, he was there. I was in his home city. So you know, he was showing some spunk. I was showing my spunk. You know, coming not not belonging to New York or even America, so it was an interesting fight for me, and uh, you know, part of a great experience. And from there, I mean, and that, that was a great fight. His movement was great. You were matching his movement. It was the most I've seen you really, you know, at that stage in your career, jumping around like that. And uh, again, defining yourself with the jazz, the heavyweight who could jab. Uh, and then we got to fast forward because I know the kid has the clip queued up, and this is what even the every casual boxing fan knows you for. I mean, when I saw when you showed me this video too, like he, uh, Tyson's eyes just gone. Go ahead, just, kid, oh. bring us back in the way back machine. In September, is past his best probably himself, but you never get it. Wow, you got the English version. I love it. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) What was that moment like? Always sounds better. What was that moment like to 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 take out boxing's top misfit? I mean, he was once called the deadliest man with two hands, right? I mean, he was essentially the. the Uh, Well, you know, me and Mike Tyson have history. You know, uh, when uh, I was uh, when I won the world junior championships in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, in 1983. You know, uh, the American team, because I, I beat the American and I beat the Cuban, and the American team said, ah, yeah, the best guy didn't come. I said, well, which is, where's the best guy? He said, well, his trainer doesn't like to fly, and he doesn't like to fly. I'm like, yeah? So I kind of went back saying, you know, who is this guy that I was supposed to fight? I you know, they're saying that the best guy didn't come. And it's true, because the, the American was easy to me. So me and my trainer, Arnie Beam, uh, drove up to Catskills, and we uh, met Mike, and he was a nice guy. Razor Ruddick was up there at the time and left. And that's the guy um, you won the title from. Yeah, I think Ace used to live up in the Catskills at that time. Also. Yeah. She used to see him training, running backwards down the street all the time. So, 
Yeah, he's a nice guy. Took me in his room. We watched movies and everything. And I remember Customato saying, "On the this is the third day of sparring, Mike, don't you do that because Mike put down his hands and kind of egged me in, and I went boom, 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 <laughs> and I busted, I busted his lip, and that's when Customato said, "Don't do that. You're gonna fight this guy someday." So in history, I was always thinking, uh, uh, me and Mike Tyson never gonna meet, and we finally met. There was this incarceration aspect. You know, I said, oh, man, are we ever going to meet? Then he came out and he bit uh, Vanda's ear, and I go, oh, man, put it back again. Are we going to meet? So uh, I was really concerned, you know, if anything would happen in the fight with me and him, but it actually happened in the uh, press conference where he took a chunk out of my leg uh, before the fight, and then I said again, are we going to meet? Right. So a lot of, uh, there was a lot of, you could say, um, things that stopped us or hindered, hindered us uh, from meeting, but we finally got it together, and I'm kind of glad at that, because, uh, you know, I, don't, I didn't want to go through history with everybody saying, oh, Mike Tyson's the best, oh, no, Lennox Lewis is the best, and, you know, there'd be that big controversy, and there'd be no answer for it. And you, you answered it, for sure. So, I gotta ask you this, there, there are two guys you went back-to-back twice with, first, Evander Holyfield, second, Hasim Rahman. Tell me about those the, compare that you know those matchups and and the sequels yeah i mean the rock the rockman going going in against rockman a second time and you know nobody likes to lose and when people say you lose they figure that's it I'm, i look at it and like yo muhammad ali lost three times and came back so you know you got three chances and with Hasim Rockman, I definitely wanted to get in the ring with him because, you know, although he won against, you know, uh, through a great punch, which my chin happened to be in the way of. <laughs> uh, and I said, you know, this was a, uh, a flame was that was dwindling inside of me, and he kind of made it, uh, you know, rise again. So that was good because, you know, I went to camp and I was very serious about uh, Hasim Rockman. He wasn't that serious about the fight he didn't realize what danger he put himself in um so i was able to um you know win over him around earlier than he than he beat me yeah yeah and i mean on both fights you were ahead on the cards it looks like and what about evander holyfield what's it like to fight that guy he looks unbelievably tough evander holyfield is a great competitor he's a great uh warrior you could say and uh, you know he'll never be out of shape and uh, you could say he's a small heavyweight, and, and he's up against giants. And he was able to get himself in great condition and have a great boxing um, uh, schooling to be able to protect himself well. So going up against him, knowing that I beat him the first time was like, you know, basically do the same thing, just box. Uh, Evander Holy, he won't admit it, but he's got an extra weapon in there, his head. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Everyone, everyone who fights him complains about it. I just watched that video of of him and Hasim Rahman, and he like can't even get up. He tries to get up and falls back down. I mean, it's just such a and it's just one one punch. Like that's it. Done. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, that, that, like that's what I was telling people. The difference between a lucky punch is a punch thrown one time and lands one time. A punch that's intended is a punch thrown many times, and I threw my punch many times, that same right hand. I just corrected it. You know, he was expecting it 
a certain way I just corrected my <laughs> body and then I hit him with it. Boom. <laughs> you, honestly, Lennox, your knockouts are some of the most... You have, I've noticed, two styles. One, you have this beat-down thing where you do the overhand, but in general, just punching people until they wilt. They're not unconscious. They just want you to stop punching them. And that's not right. a common thing among heavyweights. It's it's fantastic how you do it. You you have to be one of the hardest punchers. And and that, I think, segues nicely into the fact that, you know, boxing's changed a lot because in, you were the last of the great heavyweight days, and you came out as the king of that. I mean, you, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, um, now it's it's lighter weight classes. It's less knockouts. It's less of that beat down in the corner. Uh, can you comment on that at all? Yeah, I mean, boxing's changed to a certain degree um you know a lot of a lot of the see for me when i went into boxing you know i always looked at the old time fighters the way they trained and the way they uh worked that was that was uh the way i wanted to do i wanted to go to camp for like six months and then come out and you know i'm a bear when i come out and i'm coming to win and that's the only thing i've been thinking about while i was in camp Nowadays, fighters, you know, they, they don't really go to camp. They just try and get in shape in their gym, and then they go off to fights. And I don't think that's the way to do it. And, I mean, the fighters who do go to camp seem to seems to generally do better, uh, at least come in in a different mindset. You can see it in their eyes. Uh, yeah, these, these guys have been living in the wilderness. They've been chopping down trees. They've been running in snow. You know, this is this is old time, rough time fighting, you know. You you over your environment. Yeah, and just getting primal with it. <laughs> um, so with that, man, I mean, talking about heavyweights, and you look at the era before yours, you know, you're looking at Ali and, and the guys who fought Ali, and, and you're looking at a lot of serious brain trauma and injury and things that, and this is obviously our segue because it is the Adam Dunn show, a lot of things that are are pretty scary, and I know that's, that's something that you're obviously pretty untouched, man. You're uh, you would beat my ass at chess, and you're you're clearly extremely smart and articulate. Um, but yeah. a lot of guys who, who have banged with with you and others in the ring are, are not so fortunate. So, well, you oh, know go that ahead. really bre- breaks down to the styles of fighting. You know, my style was longevity style. You know, my style is a sweet science. But I'm a I'm a I'm a five dimensional fighter, and you know, I believe the ones that are not, you know, there has to be a good good fighters and bad fighters. I, I always say there's catchers and throwers. <laughs> and I didn't want to be a catcher. Yeah. So the guys that are walking, guys that are catchers usually, you know, suffer from uh, brain trauma and, and different illnesses from boxing because they're, you know, taking it brunt, brunt on. And in the NFL where there's similar injuries from you know, all sorts of head-on collisions and things like that. It's been a real discussion now as far as cannabis use for its protective properties or after retirement, of course, uh, for its healing properties. Have you heard of anything like that in the boxing community at all? No, no, I haven't. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, all medicine comes from plants and 90% of plants, so I, I can understand that. Yeah, it's 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 a sensible thing. If it were proven to be effective, how would you feel about that? If there was research that that proved without a doubt that it could protect from certain brain injury in the ring, of course, yes. You know, um, I mean, I think the best protection in the ring is having a good defense and not getting hit. Well, of course. 
that goes without saying. That go, that's, that's the sweet science. <laughs> right, that's the sweet science. I mean, that's what Floyd's been doing, and he wants that longevity. That's why he's up to 50 fights, almost. So, uh, being at the fight, what was that like? I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a necessarily packed with the usual fight fans. It was packed with, it was all, and it was an event, a social event. Yeah, to a certain degree. I mean, everybody that are, were avid fight fans that came to Vegas and that wanted tickets got tickets. Uh, the price of the tickets and, and the rooms and everything really was came down two days before. So, And I think it was a situation where they just put out the tickets them too, too late that people couldn't really arrange their trips and, and organize themselves. It was uh, it was still a spectacular event. Uh, the broadcast obviously was massive. It was like eight hours long if you ordered the pay per view. Well, no, now what happened with that delay? Was there just too many people that were trying to watch it one time? What happened with the the broadcast delay? Do you know anything about that? Yeah, no. What happened was everybody was rushing to buy the the fight last minute. And they were just overloading the system, so they wanted. They actually asked uh, HBO and, and Showtime to uh, actually delay it while they could uh, sort out all the. Uh, Make more money. Really, was just it was just extra money. Yeah, I was gonna say forty more minutes of extra money is a lot of money. And they did. I think they did like five point six million buys at a hundred bucks or something like that. So okay. Yeah, half a billion dollars in pay per view. Yeah, not not to mention four hundred million for Vegas. Yeah, it was uh, it was financially, I think, one of the biggest fights. I did very well in bets. I know that <laughs> a lot of people bet with their hearts. Unfortunately for them, I bet with my my brain on that one. Um, so I wanted to bring it back to a little game we wanted to do called uh, Champ, Chump, or Chief, and we're gonna name boxers and. You will say whether you think they're a you know a stand up stand up champ, if they're. Okay. Uh, how, how many are you gonna name? Uh, how many you got time for? Uh, five. Five, you got it. Five, you will get. <laughs> All right, so they get a stand up champ. A chomp is like uh, what you would call a misfit, you know, and chief obviously, someone who maybe maybe is puffed before they they retire after they retired or before they got into the ring or something that you may or may not have heard through the grapevine. Um, okay. All right, we'll start. Okay. Oh, can go I, ahead. Go on. No, no, go ahead. Say, can I go A, B, or C? Yeah, A, B, or C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so we'll go with, uh, of course, we got to start with Mike Tyson. B. Mike Tyson, B. Okay. Now I got to go to Shannon Briggs, because I heard something about this one specifically. You know, I'm going to say everybody's a B, and I'm the A. <laughs> <laughs> Even Evander Holyfield. All right, well, I was going to do... Let me, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Mike Tyson, you know, I have, to, I, have to give him an, I have to give him an A because, you know, he's a man that's, been, that's had some unbelievable knockouts in his, in his history. And, um, you know, he's, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. And, you know, it, when you talk about eras of, of, you know, who was in, in an era, you could say this era was built with... You know, Mike Tyson, Holyfield, Lennox Lewis. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, no, that's you guys are the three. Then there's some <laughs> B-less. So, all right, fair enough. Well, let me ask you about current fighters. What about Gennady Golovkin? Oh, 
serious, serious guy, knockout artist, and nobody wants to mess with him. So that's an A? That's an A. How about Andre Ward? Oh, you're talking about an A. I might even almost give him an A+. Plus. A+. Plus. Almost give him an A+. Plus. You know, I just want to see him a little more busy. I want him to uh, be in the ring because he's got serious talent and he's, and serious focus when, he, when when we see him box. You know, this is a man that can go all the fight holding his hands up in the proper boxing stand. So he's, he's a guy to be marveled about. So, what was that word? Mazeled? Is that mazeled, he said? No, to be marveled. Uh, marveled. Marveled about. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Like, he's he's like almost like a superhero. So, then, then that leads me to Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather? You gotta say A+. Plus. A+. Plus. So, he's the A+, plus for sure, that Andre Ward's trying yeah. to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, Klitschko, of course we, we, we have to bring up. The Klitschkos have, have taken over heavyweight boxing, and you took half the man's face in your yeah. uh, final clash with him. I wanna, I'm going to give him an A because he's up to 62 fights. 62 fights, although he's got more losses than I do. And uh, and he's trying to get the undisputed. So, I, you know, everybody that you put in that same um, class, we're, we're almost all in the same class. There's a couple guys that you have to, you know, respect because of their unblemished un, record. What about Bernard Hopkins? Oh yeah, definitely. A plus, a, I a, feel like a, a plus, plus. Yeah, man. Now I mean, what? This man, this is this man. You could say is the oldest living fighter right now. Now what about and James Tony though? If you're going on James, defensive, he can't be James an A. Tony? He's got to be what? He can't be an A. No, no, he's a B. He's a B. He's a B. And Bs are good. I love James Tony. He's my favorite fighter. But and even Roy Jones, I want to give an A too. Yeah, Roy Jones, of course. Yeah. Roy Jones is just some <laughs> some marvelous shit in the ring. Um, all right, well, Lennox, I got you for, I don't know, 10 more minutes here, man. I don't know if you want to talk about, uh, what's your opinion on cannabis usage as a, in in boxing, it's not a performance-enhancing drug. They don't, uh, they don't take your title. They don't, they, I think, fine you. Um, but what, what's the, what's your opinion on it in, in general, uh, for athletes who are using it for medicinal purposes? Do you feel that from people you've seen or people you might have heard about, could it could it affect their performance one way or another in the sport, or is, or is it more benign than that? Uh, to me, um, I don't really you know if it's if it's a, a medical issue, there, there should be no problem. I think I think that's a, a very respectable stance. So I got to ask you down in <laughs> you're down in Jamaica though, where it is yeah. allowed for medical now, right? Is it, does it say that again? Yeah, I mean, they, there's just been a whole legalization reform in Jamaica. Are you? Is it? Is it changing anything, yeah. or is it exactly yeah. the way it always has been? No, I mean, uh, I think people are not uh, uh, scrutinized now and realize that um, this uh, medicinal uh, herb or, or tree is uh, is not harmful. So and, and you know it's not to, you shouldn't be throwing people in jail for it and stuff like that. So I think they're getting a better, better understanding of uh, the way it works. And uh, is it is it having any immediate effect down there on on crime or anything like that or pretty much it's, it's the same Jamaica? 
Yes, I think a lot less people are being harassed and, uh, and arrested for it. And this is the cup coming up, though, so all right. probably be an Edzy down there. You never know. Yeah, we may do our own little event down there. We'll, we'll certainly reach out to you if, uh, if it's going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Come on over for dinner. Yeah. Yes, of nice. Course. Of course. We'll watch some fights together. Look forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Right on. Lennox, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for fulfilling a lifelong dream for me. We've hung out a couple times, but we never really, really talked boxing. So that was that was pretty damn awesome for me. Thank you. Uh, anytime. Right on, man. Bless. Bless. Yep, peace, man. Talk soon. So that was cool. There you go. There we go. Well, yeah, clap. All right, kid, you can fuck around for the rest of the show. Have fun. No, now we got we got we got we got two, guests in the we got, studio. We got real guests now. We got we, we didn't even we, know. We, we like, you guys like sports? Maybe it's not the sports episode. Yeah, it is. Total sport. Look at him. Look at those sporty guys. He does. Yeah. AJ doesn't look like a sporty guy. JJ looks like like he listens to WFAN. AJ could yeah, be like racquetball. I can see AJ playing racquetball. Racquetball yeah, for like, sure. Racquetball. Yeah, like that guy's a racquetball looking kind of guy. Maybe rollerblading. Yeah. No, 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 no roller, roller blading. Blading. <laughs> with, with a racket with a racket with a racket blading <laughs> so uh awesome little uh, interview there yeah. and also tried to do the camp I'm sure a lot of those guys just are yeah, so a lot of the UFC guys the early UFC guys like Mark Kern shit got all fucked up on opiates and like that's what ruined a lot of their careers a lot of them end up committing suicide cuz a lot of the brain trauma causes that sort of shit from the high impact uh sports so uh, we got full screen, no screen. What's going on? What's going yeah, on, kid? We're great. What's going on, kid? I don't I'll know. Go back to the chat room now. AJ's going outside. He can't deal with it. Dogs, all dogs outside. Dogs get outside. All dogs outside. <laughs> AJ, you need a belt. AJ needs a belt. <laughs> he's from New York. It's okay. So he doesn't wear belts. I know. He, he, he just got off a plane, right? So. Oh, you just got. You just got off a plane. He must have. He was before me. Yeah. But he said he just came into so yeah, <laughs> no belts. You know. You want to hop on? You want to hop on the the mic, mic right Oh, that mic works. There you go. Kid just switched it get up. It, get it up. Hook it up. Where is, wasn't that on Skype? You got this. I changed it out. Look at it, pro. Pro. So we got uh, JJ in the house. Hey now. Uh, is that mic really working? I don't hear. I don't hear. I don't hear anything. I don't hear nothing. He's got to talk into it. Hey now. No. Uh, oh, there we go. There go. Try that again. Try that again. You switched something. You lied. No, no, you had it. We're good. Go try again, JJ. Does it work now if you talk right? Yeah, that, uh, I heard that. It does work. It does You're good. work. You're good, JJ. Just got to lean into it. That's all. Talk. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. No. 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 Right, what do you do? Why are you sitting let's here? Intru- let's introduce him. You can wear those headphones if you'd like. You're on the show now. You didn't yeah, expect Now that. there's nothing to listen Boom. to except for us. Same guys in the room. Before, it was actually somebody interesting to listen to. And yeah, and someone talking. No headphones. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we have a uh, top dog. Top dog in the house. Is top dog seeds or top dog genetics, JJ. I never know. Um, it, it's top dog seeds. Seeds. Yeah. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Well, well, the thing behind the genetics was someone had taken uh, the domain, the, the top dog seeds domain, <coughs> the dot the dot com. So. Did they try to sell it to you? Yeah, they did. For like, like for three grand. Bunch yeah. of pricks. So that was like a couple of years ago. And so recently I went on there, and lo and behold, it was available. So I uh, I scooped it up. And nice. 
can switch it back. Switch it back. Live and direct now. Classic, yeah. classic uh, cannabis-related styles. So yeah, that's how I usually go. So your own name, Three Gs. Pay up or you're <laughs> fucked. Come on. Right. No, just wait. And, I, and I'm like, how? Do they, you know, how did they find out? You know, how did they buy it? And so I was like, yeah, well, they find out on the searches and they find out what's you know what get high hits and what's available or whatever. And what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of people were looking hemp for works, you. Happened with HempWorks with me. So it's like HempWorks.com is still some really lame <laughs> HTML site <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, I'm kind of illiterate when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I'm uh, not on the cutting edge of the computer technology stuff. I mean, I can navigate and get things done, but when it comes to actual, you know, putting some of this stuff together sure. and... Uh, but you are on the cutting edge of genetics. Have been right. for a minute now. Right. So talk about some of the new crosses. I saw you posting some some seed packs that you're you're slanging around town. Yeah. Well, Sling recently we uh, we found a star dog male, and also we found uh, an original New York City diesel male. But we decided to go with the uh, with the star dog male, and we crossed it into. Uh, an, an original New York City Diesel Fino number 12, which is really sick. It, it's going to be, it will be one of the next be- biggest things you'll you, you'll see. Uh, the Sour Diesel, Star Dog, Guava, and um, I think there was there was five of them all together that we did. So uh, we did a small run of seeds this time. We got an, uh, we're going to go with the original New York City Diesel coming up it's going to be going into flower and i think next week sometime so probably in another two two months or so we'll have some more seeds uh, a little bit more available than this time this time was just kind of a a smaller run and just getting the whole setup set up and working out the kinks and so on and so forth but now we got that uh, production facility going, so hopefully we're going to have some uh, s- things on a steady basis now. Nice. Nice. Bike. Mitch, what's your favorite Top Dog strain? <clears throat> I know you have one. I hate to say it, but is I-95 considered Top Dog strain? Because um, I know people credit Money Mike with that. Yeah, he is the one that, uh, that did the cross, but using my genetics, I mean... Uh, so I guess you could call it um, a half-half kind of a thing. Sure, that's a super unique strain. But he, but he's part of the team, and uh, he's come up with some unique, unique things. He's got this one thing that he showed me at the cup that was uh, crossed into uh, the Chem Three, and that was a very tart, uh, very soury tart thing. And we got to get a, we got to get a hold on that thing. Um, I think I'm not sure what it might have been a star. It might have been a star dog chem three cross, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I can't really remember exactly what it was. But he also had a a, a, a super silver super silver haze um, silver haze pheno that was also uh, really sick. But I think that um, might have been from originally from some of the res dog. Uh, Genetics that was uh, sour, the super silver sour. Yeah, thing, yeah. That I think that was the original, but I think it got crossed into a couple different things. But uh, it's very uh, hazy, like 
so you know super silver hazy like i really like the super silver it's one of my favorite imagine me a shoe polish interesting shoe polish yeah shoe it's not one, it, yeah it's not one of my real favorites mine either I, no. I, I, it's one of my favorites because has a special place in my mind from when i landed in amsterdam and i really needed to smoke some weed and the only yeah. good weed i could find was some super silver right. haze i prefer the neville neville's haze types no yeah or the Colombian sure. tip, that, w- which is, you know, the the Florida haze. I like the Florida. I mean, that's... And there's a couple different phenos of that, the black, the, black the silver. So let me ask you this. Can you help me in my quest for the piff? I'm on that same uh, quest myself, okay. you know. But, it, but the, the, the piff also is, you know, a, a generally loose uh, term. So when you say piff, you, you know... But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. But when you say that in general, you know... Because there, like, there were different phenotypes of that haze, and the one that, that I preferred, we used to call the yellow haze, and it was very, like, golden-like, and uh, it was very distinctive in in the way. It was more Colombian than Thai, yeah. whereas the black has a little bit more of a Thai mix into it. I mean, so there were a couple different phenos, but that was my favorite was, was, was that. And the black, I, I had the black haze for a while. But my re- like you said, that's my not the one. That's not the one. That's I, I thought one. it fell short. You know yeah. I mean, once you've had the the real piff, you know, I mean, we called it the pude. Yeah, the pude yeah, yeah. is the one that, that we used to uh, refer to. Yeah, it looked like it was rolled in something. It was like sometimes it was. <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, I had people telling me that you know they thought that there was opiates uh, somehow infused into the I wish. <laughs> but there's, yeah, there's no way. No, it was I, just I, that good. But I had someone that swore to me sure. that they went and took a, a test and they tested positive for opiates after smoking uh, <laughs> really? some of that. Now. Mm. The body processed it and turned it into opiates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Opiate metabolites. That's amazing. Amazing. The amazing power of Piff. So what do you look for when you're breeding, JJ? I mean, what's it, when you when you find your keeper, how do you know you found your keeper? That's something I like to ask breeders. Um, I think it just kind of speaks to you. You know, it's just something where, you know, I know in the past I've just put in, you know, random seeds, you know, in a, with a bunch of clones, and it would just be scattered somewhere in the garden that I knew it was a female but you know and then you know at one day you would just look and all of a sudden you'd be like what is what is that you know you would look down at something super frosty something that looked different from everything else and then you went and you went and looked at it you smelled it you know you thought thought it had potential because even though it shows all those characteristics then the proof is in the pudding when you smoke it you know so, you know, that's the real test and, you know, and then and I I give it my my own seal of approval, but then I also try to get others other people's inputs, you know, and I usually use my own judgment as a guidance and and I know what other people's preferences are like, so in all, it works pretty good. You know, I've been pretty lucky in some of the things that I've found. I've, I haven't had to go through a real, real lot of seeds. Like, um, you know, like we've had to done in the past, trying to find stuff from Amsterdam and stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff that I've found, I've only found out, found out of maybe, you know, 10 seeds or, you know, once you find, find something good, 
uh, you know, you kind of just stick with it, you know, and right. save the stock for future use. That's pretty basic, right? Cause go for the good shit. That's all. Just kind of like filter. You have everybody who's breeding is just kind of filtering out their what they like as far as flavors and well, you know, male stock and things like that. Well, you know, if you want to, you know, you want to be an innovator and you want to set the trends yourself. You don't want to, you know, I don't want to do what anybody else is doing. I just want to yeah. focus on my own thing. And I feel if it's good enough for me and if it gets my seal of approval, then, you know, it, it seems that, you know, it should work for everybody else. I have a very high standard in my head stash and most people from New York have the same taste, so... Yeah, and you got a good, you got a definitely a good uh, testing ground there for what works and what doesn't work. And I mean, you got a good starting point too. That's the main. Well, I could think it's you know, I could think it's it is good or whatever. It's really what everyone else thinks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and I could be my own judge, but in, in all, it's the public opinion is the real judge. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. And that's what sets the trends too. Yeah. People's loud mouths saying one thing or another. Yeah, people like bike, really. Ooh, what? Uh, <coughs> Assholes like you. So, <coughs> what do you think? What's going on with some skunk bud? There you go. Help us. Yeah, that's another quest uh, to find the real roadkill road skunk. Yeah. I mean, everyone's on that quest. I mean, the last stuff that I seen resemble it was uh, the Massachusetts super skunk. That's still around. That's the next important question. I believe it's still around, but yeah. is it in the same form as it was back in the day? Uh, that, that's the question. Uh, I'd say clearly not. Clearly <laughs> not. Um, are those genetics still in there? You know, possibly. And I kind of have a theory about that uh, mass super skunk because you know, we had uh, an, another... Uh, Another strain called the underdog, which was uh, it was Northern Lights male times super skunk, and then the male of that times the ninety one, and uh, and that really had a a really heavy mass super skunk influence to the smell of it, and uh, to the and point where it could be confused to with sour diesel to someone who doesn't no know. no this was very distinctive. Um, it was something where where you would just crack a jar in, in the room, just like the mass super skunk. If you cracked a jar, you, you know that just woofed the, the, the neighborhood. The, yeah. So you know the the underdog was <laughs> along those same lines, but with a very heavy chem influence also, and the and the buds were very tight, like the ninety one, and also kind of like the OG Kush. Okay. So it's kind of kind of popcorny it wasn't a super good yielder but you know the, the you know the buds you did get were heads above everything else so it was like super head stash and that was the original headband that yeah. was the original headband and you know and that's something that aj and his girlfriend coined back in the day uh that that uh now has turned into a different strain that is totally different than the underdog. Uh, yeah, now it's way more cushion influenced. Yeah, whatever. It's like there's a, an OG sour they call headband right. now. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what is now considered 
headband. Right, the headband. To the old headband. Yeah, the day wrecker. And now they're even starting to rip off the, you know, the the underdog name itself. You know, but what's the one you have, Adam? I got the same one that's from Victor and the East Coast and whatever. I mean, I think right. it's still kind of light. You know, it's right, the right color. Foxtaily yeah. a little bit if it gets too much. Of the yeah, top. that's that's not the real. That's not that's the, the real dog. underdog. That's the star. That's, that's the star cool, dog. Yeah. Boom. That's the star dog. Is the star dog the same as the guava cam? Um, yeah, the the guava cam is a is a selection of the star dog that just became uh, a, a strain in itself. You could kind of speak, you know, sort of speak. Sure. Okay, so it's a it's a star dog fino. But getting back to the the underdog, that strain just after a while just kind of went bad. Like it just lost its vigor. The it got very particular on the way that it grew. You know, it was very hard to get it to. To max out for whatever reasons, um, and also, also I know that my friends never really kept mothers, so they always went from clone to clone. Mm-hmm. So I kind of suspect that there might have been something that might have had something to do with it. Sure, there's yeah. more a chance for an infection every time you cut it, you know. Really. Right, and really, uh, and I feel that the super skunk kind of uh, met the same fate. It, you know, all of its qualities kind of started to fade after time and it got to the point where we just gave the underdog up we it just wasn't worth growing anymore and i had done some breeding with it and i still have some seed stock to go through but the the original the original cross was just you know it kind of just shitted out on us and i feel that you know the the mass super skunk that i have grown currently uh kind of resembles the same thing where the super skunk was done in the nineties. It seems like all the stuff I saw after. Well, I mean, the super skunk itself. It was popcorn or something. Yeah, like I mean, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't a super strong strain to begin with, but it was super stinky and and tasty. So, I mean, it definitely had some really good qualities to it. Has that kind of overblown out? Calyx thing going on too. You're right. Exactly. And that's yeah, kind of where I think those th- those pl- those things tend to go sour. Not sour. Sorry. Sour. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. No offense. There's no offense, guys. No, they actually tend to go kind of like off the rails a little bit quicker than the other strains. Like if you have a good tight indica, that's days old. Or a sour diesel. Right? Yeah, or a sour diesel. Sour diesel. Okay. Okay. That, right? Done. Done. As long as, as, no as it's not an S1 or something. But <laughs> but yeah, in general, those those ones like you know that you ever seen that Ed Rosenthal's bud? Right? It was just like pure hairs you know they were blown out and stuff and it's just like you know what i mean you ever seen that ed rosenthal senti tribute plant or whatever? Oh, super bud yeah sure 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 super bud, super bud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that almost has the same like structure that you don't but but overdone and that you don't want like right. one, the ones that you don't want like oh those are just all hair you know right. those, yeah, those are definitely hard to keep around but but getting back to the super skunk you know like a lot of people think that you know that has a part of the genetics of the of the sour diesel and i kind of I, I disagree because the super skunk itself is it was a very short to medium uh plant and had a, a thick stem to it it didn't really have no real stretching qualities to it you know whereas the the, the plant that i sus- suspect might have um hermaphrodited uh and pollinated the 91 is the dnl which kind of grows exactly just like the like the sour diesel very stretchy 
Um, and then when, you know, but it had uh, this Hawaiian tip to it that had a very tropical kind of a smell to it. And at times you could almost kind of pick up a little bit of a sour, you know, uh, and that's the other thing about the sour, depends on, depending on the environment it was grown in, it comes out very different. So, you know, when you hit it on the, hit it on the head, it could become... You know, very kind of almost tropical kind of also. So I thought there was, a, you know, a, a real lot of sli- similarities between the two. So, I mean, that's what I suspect. I mean, we'll never we'll never find out until they do, you know, an actual DNA thing. I don't know if we've reached that point yet. Where what, they, and what did that stand for, the DNA? D- uh, well, we, th- you know, it, we thought it was like... Uh, some type of diesel in the beginning, but it wasn't. And uh, somehow they they started calling it NL, and then people started calling it, like, uh, diesel NL. And so, you know, back then, we're we're talking about in the early 90s when when, when that was first found. So there weren't any real real names, you know, to it to begin with because I think that the – the seed that originated from that came from RFK, from a dead show. You know, uh, the weasel and his, and Gabby found like uh, a bunch of seeds. They split the seeds up. You know, they he brought the seeds back to New York. He uh, he piled. You know, I think he got all males, and then he started working with a couple different things that he had gotten from Amsterdam, and so he had started. Uh, you know, a, a little little thing that, and this was before the the chem dog even came around there there was the original skunk one skunk two skunk three that were the the rfk strains and they took those skunk plants and crossed them into an nl and then into a hawaiian so there was a real big mix there so we used to call that the nyc the nyc RFK. was k was the rfk yeah, and then uh, you know, and then once a chem dog uh, showed up, you know, it was kind of a game changer across the board. You know, everyone just started, you know, kind of frenzying around it. You know, people trying to buy it, you know, before you even grew it, and and or even got it part. You know, the people were wanted to give you money up front and so on and so forth. I mean, how many times did you do that? Did you pull that one off? Give me the money up front. <laughs> no problem. That, that happened. People would say, here, here's $10,000. Just hold this just in case you see any <laughs> of that diesel. So you just have like a safe filled with everybody's cash just waiting in case. Just in case. Good job. But that's kind of what led into the frenzy of the sour diesel because uh, these guys were, were tight with the chem dog. They weren't letting it out of their circle. So once these guys found those that, that sour seed and you know they that, they, that, that those uh, clones started making the rounds around the city and elsewhere through close friends and um, you know it just started to it, you know it was just a game changer all around. Once people came in contact with that, it just changed their life. That's me. Yeah, you're testi- Tell you not to testify, Mike. We didn't. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just when you were saying before, it struck a chord with me. You were saying we didn't have a lot of names. We just called it all. All just called it Kind Bud, and then Sour Diesel showed up, and that was the game changer. That we we want we wanted weed. We wanted Sour Diesel. We didn't want the Kind Bud anymore. And then the Beasters came in, but uh. Well, I can remember when the diesel got 
got coined because I used to meet AJ down down at Wetlands, and I would meet my friend down there, and he would just come up and be like, "Yo, you got any of that diesel shit?" You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, like, that's how you know that that all started. You know what I mean? It, it used was to actually make the weasel crazy. That we called it Diesel, and he used to tell us, "Stop that! If I hear you say that one more time, I'll never give it to you. It's Cam Dog." <laughs> you, you know, he would he would scold us because he was older than us. He'd be like, "Don't you dare misrepresent this as Diesel." Yeah, but then I remember giving it to someone as Cam Dog, and they were like, "There's cam- chemicals in this." Yeah. They were like, you know, what I mean, so the 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 name Cam Dog wasn't really a good, you know, uh, seller s- seller. Because it made people skeptical just from the very beginning, just from the name of it, because they thought there were some kind of chemicals involved. And then when you smelled the smoke, the weed, they were like, <laughs> oh, there had to have been, you guys had to treat it with something, you know what I mean? So we just caught, you know, we just started calling it diesel, <coughs> you know what I mean? No problem smoking People used diesel. to say it was the, no. one of the other things I just remembered now, the sour diesel would have a bluish tint to the smoke. And that's what people say. With the well, music. the thing is, is that other people were trying to sell shittier weed. And so if you were walking around smoking everyone out with diesel, they had to... to, to Justify to, something. Yeah, 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 they had to say, <laughs> oh, don't smoke that shit. That shit will kill you, man. Right. Those guys are putting, like, ortho in there, man. Why do you think it tastes like that? That's not natural. That's so, awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of sabotage. They were sour. That's why they call this. We all used to hang out at Wetlands, and you know there was like ten, you know, regular weed dealers there that hated our guts <laughs> because we were just like ruining it for sure. them. Sure, and and, and we couldn't get when it. the whole crowd follows you, yeah, <laughs> 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 and, and they're just there waiting for you. And then that's how the, the, the name Sour got coined because, yeah, there'd be people waiting there. And maybe a quarter of them would get weed and another 75% would be sour because <laughs> they, they didn't get any weed. Yeah, they didn't get any weed. And that was just because there was just never enough, you know? Yeah. Still isn't. No. All right, guys, we got to take a minute real quick to shout out our sponsors, our friends. Oh, no, we can say sponsors. sponsors we can say sponsors. Sponsors. Oh, I thought it was back in the old days. Our sponsors, way to grow. Uh, check them out at waytogrow.net. They still got the dirt cheap sale going still, on. Still, they're going to double dirt, double down on the Dude, dirt. Double you always down need on the dirt. dirt you always need dirt. Pro dirt. mix, roots, organic. Good one for you guys. It's a dirt bag sale. Dirt, dirt bag. Dirt sale. bag oh, sale. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> How much can we get for me? <laughs> <laughs> I bet. A, I bet a pretty, pre- pretty penny, my friend. <laughs> you come with seeds or what? Worth calling. <laughs> oh, come with seeds. Come with seeds. Nice. Uh, seven locations and. And uh, like I said, get the concentrate corner over at the Platte River only, 20,000 square feet. But they do delivery still? Not really. No, nah, not really. Delivery. I think they we blew delivery. it up. We blew it up too much. They don't like us. But what you can do is go down Don't there. ever ask us to tell people things because it'll get done. Yeah, it'll, ha- it'll be effective. Yeah. But you can go down there and use the Adam Dunn Show code, and that'll be effective, and it'll reduce your price. Also, a big shout-out to Incredibles Edibles, Ryan's favorite edible. My favorite edible company. You guys eating Incredibles Edibles yet? Nah, I don't eat edibles. No, neither do no. I. Why? Because it's a commitment. Yeah. No, they make weak <laughs> ones. It's a they commitment. Make, they, it's a commitment. They make like 30 milligram ones. 10 milligram ones. 10. 10. I don't know. Well, Incredibles are good enough that even if they weren't medicated, the majority of their bars I would eat as a regular candy bar. Do you eat so candy good. bars? Yeah, oh, yeah. I love a Hershey almond, you know, so I love anything. Well, you like it more you like Incredibles taste better than Hershey almond? He's nuts. Yeah, I like the banana I like the the monkey bar. So like the banana walnut is bomb. 
because I like walnuts, but I mean, like cracking the walnut, <clears> going through the, so you just eat the monkey bar. It's good. But yeah, they have that in like 100 milligrams. The new Afgado bar that's 300 milligrams. Have you tried one yet? I still have not. Afgado's the bomb. That's Slagging, a commitment. Dude. I understand what you guys are talking about now. The 300 milligram one but is definitely a commitment. But it's not like a Fireberry. Like their Fireberry bar, the other 300 milligram one is just three pieces. The Afgado is still oh, it's, a it's decent a size one. bar, yeah. so you can really break it down to 100 milligrams. So it's uh, the best. Nice. Of course, big shout out to Build the Soil, our favorite sponsors for organic, recycled soil, live soil, all that good stuff. Natural gardening, cheap gardening, do-it-yourself gardening, uh, tutorials, everything you need to do it. Check it out at buildthesoil.com. And, of course, Jeremy. Big up to Jeremy. He's uh, just moved into his new facility, his second new facility. He had, like, upgraded once. Now he grew, got his own warehouse. So he's going to be cooking all the soil indoors, doing custom Dirty batches. warehouse. It's a dirty warehouse now. Big up, of course, the AU Extracts. Where's our AU Extracts, Adam? Talk to me about AU Extracts. Uh, they're in Oregon right now and soon to be here in Colorado. Setting up shop down in Pueblo. And uh, they're going to do all organic, uh, a lot of sun-grown and uh, greenhouse. Actually, the sun-grown, I think we have to wait. Can you pronounce Pueblo again? Dude, are you smoking Pueblo? Jack? Pueblo? 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 I don't know. That's <laughs> Pueblo. Sounds very interesting. Yeah. Pueblo. What's that? It's a golden goat. Oh, sativa. 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 I was like, what? Indicator. Anyway, um, uh, and who else we got? Uh, uh, Dark, Horse. Dark Horse Genetics. <laughs> uh, so we did the giveaway. He's uh, Jason wants everyone to know, if you're in Seattle listening, he'll be at the Seattle shop Friday, and he's going to be at L.A., uh, at the LA shop on Saturday, if you want to catch up with him, and he'll be. And Sunday, he's in Vegas at Hemcon. Busy guy. And that was the first ever released first seed pack of the King Banner, and that was ever, 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 ever pack made. That was it. <laughs> first he just made ever. it. Bam! Him. You get he it. He reinforced done. the hell out of it. You don't like my weed, did you? I just said it was girl weed. It's girl weed. Girl weed. Golden goat is girl weed. Yes. Golden right. goat is not girl weed. It is. It's daytime weed. It's daytime weed right there. It's like what you give your aunt if she says she wants to try. Yes. No. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> girl <laughs> weed. <laughs> Tell what other strains are girl weed. What other strains? Yeah. I don't want to call out. Island Super uh, Sweet Island Skunk. Is That's girl weed. Uh, ISS girl, girl weed. weed. I'd say Blue I Dream falls under the category. Definitely. So sweet weeds are girl weeds. Sweet. Not necessarily. Not I wouldn't say potent. that. Like it's lemon a smaller calyx. It's a smaller or chili. Or like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What about jilly? Is no, jilly I wouldn't girl say weed? jilly is a girl weed. A good Girls jilly. love jilly. Good TGA jilly, is girl weed. So everything TGA puts yeah. out is girl weed. I see. It's yeah, like bubblegum weed. Not bubblegum the straight. More than, more than than all of us, but I'm just saying. No, I understand. It's, it's sweet flavors. It's not like gnarly. Yeah. It's like why why men drink IPAs. Grittier, yeah, yeah I got gritty. you. Yeah. yeah, but it's the it's the head that's the mix. The head of it, yeah. That makes it's not the it's not the flavor. No, it's not. But they have, I mean, terps have to do with the effect, so it could be overlap. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they all do have a similar effect profile. I don't know, helps my head, man. Yeah, but sometimes if you notice, like they they all kind of fizzle out at the point where they're supposed to get to. You know what I mean? They don't make it there. Whereas some other shit just 
keeps coming. You know, you're like, whoa. No ceiling to it. No right. smoke. But, but, yeah, you, we, would, we would smoke some of that, and then I'll be, all right, well, I'll give me a, a joint of Kendall. You know, <laughs> <laughs> roll up some stout. You know, it's, like yeah, it's, it's like Chinese food. It's like Chinese food. I smoke it all show. You know, this isn't my... It's more like a bowl of nuts. It's not even Chinese food. A bowl of nuts. How big a bowl of nuts? cereal? It's like, all right, where's where's the meal now? Where's the meal? And they give you those little peanuts at the Chinese restaurant. That's what you're thinking? Okay, good. Where do you get peanuts at a Chinese restaurant? I thought I you get noodles. Those little things. Chinese you get Chinese those little weird man. things. Really? Yeah. They get peanuts? They have peanuts in China? Mm. Cantonese? Yeah, you get these little, like, boiled, salted peanuts. Huh? You're just not hardcore, bro. You're I'm not hardcore. You're going to the commercial place. The, um, that's you what I'm eat doing. A real Chinese restaurants. Real so Chinese. Can't they sell it by the scoop oh. here. Be careful. You yeah. don't want that. That's you <laughs> can't get that shit here, AJ. There's no ducks in the windows. No, you're Nothing. from Jersey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I. Know know we did not have boiled nut peanuts. Well, then you never went to the real deal. No, that we shit is standard. Are you sure right. they're peanuts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, it's crazy that they have it peanuts is, in China. Is, is not it's not crazy. It doesn't <laughs> seem so crazy to me. I feel like peanuts are from America. No, like no. corn is from America. Just come on, relax. Guys. No, relax. it's like for dexterity. You know, it's a wet peanut. They got those little pick it up corn. with a chopstick. No, no, they got those little corns. They got those little corns in Asia. Baby corns. I love baby corns. I love baby corns. Baby corns and water chestnuts. They're useless. You can, can have the water chestnuts. Hey, I, I got a question for you guys. Sure. How come I can't find any of your uh, shows like on YouTube or? Because YouTube is assholes. And they banned us. Oh. AJ banned us. Actually, it's AJ. <laughs> Did you oh, click right. it? Did you ban your own episode? Right? It was like, your episode. Like, it was yeah, your episode that put us awesome. over the top. Only your two episodes actually were banned. That's, that's the CIA. That's so the there's CIA. no way to, to watch any past shows. Oh, they yeah, are on Livestream.com. Well, the recent episodes are on Livestream, and then the Mega Archive is on Vimeo. And we have all the stuff ready. We just need to pay for but, the Dropbox. But even if you go to your own... Uh, your own site, yeah. some of them don't come up. If you scroll down to the very bottom, and then you scroll, the recent ones right. are not there. Uh, we got updated. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm looking for. The old ones. Blame the kid. Blame the kid. Blame the kid. Haven't blamed them all show or anything. We're not blaming him this show. I'm with you. You have enough episodes where maybe it's time to revisit. Get an archivist? An archivist. But that's what the intern can do. They can come and archive all our shit. That was what the f- you were supposed to do. Well, I have everything before we start. I have everything archived, technically. It was okay. all posted. It's that technically word. Boom. This show's off the rails. We're killing it, dude. We're, we're crushing killing it. it. Oh, yeah. Ever since all this high-energy sour dog guys got here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just keep talking about weed. Tell us, tell us, tell us your, tell us sour stories about weed. Tell us your sours. Now now we know that sour diesel exists. There's really not much to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Drop, mic drop. Walks off stage. I was just going to come in here and throw a butt on the table and then That would have been classic. And leave. (laughs) And then I heard Lennox Lewis was going to be here. So. Uh, Oh, he tricked you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Fooled. 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 Once again, it was... It's just my friend down the street. Good. <laughs> hey, do the Tyson imitation. I tried to get him to talk about Tyson and Colin quick. There, I mean, yeah, you know, he didn't do the Tyson imitation to. yet. He didn't want to talk. Like a, a fight question. I didn't want to offend him. I didn't want to get him all He people. clearly <laughs> didn't want to talk about it was the problem. I, I respect it. He's still a broadcaster, you know, for HBO, so whatever. That's why I didn't do Tyson. That's why I didn't do But one day soon. You know, it's all good. Now you get Tyson on. Tyson, exactly. I don't want to offend him. Well, hold on. I think we have Tyson right here coming in on Skype. Mike, how you... He's too busy with his pitting. I just didn't want to offend him. I didn't, I didn't want to talk while he was, he was on the air. But it, was, it was a lucky punt. Lucky, lucky a lucky punt. Yeah, lucky punt. 
A lucky punch. Mike, what do you think about cannabis use in boxing? I, th- I love it. I think cannabis is it's great. It does good with the pigeons. The, the, my, my pigeons love it. <laughs> Can you believe they gave me my own TV show about the pigeons? Just, and I used to not talk with this list at one point in time in my life. No, he had it for a long time. He yeah. did not. For the whole first part of his career, he talked like a regular human being. Then he got punched in the face too many times. He had a lisp in the beginning when he was young. He always talked pretty funny. Yeah, he always had that. He he talked with a high voice like you, actually. He talks a lot like you, actually. Like really high voice. That's why the impression is squeaky. Do the squeaky part. He never always had the the lisp. He never always? He never always had. He got punched in the face too much. He might have extended it, made it longer. Longer lisp. Come on, go with the high pitch. More. More Tyson. I'm done. You're done? Because you guys were very show Morgan ideas. Go back to Morgan Freeman. He did it. Come on, do it. Yeah, no, do it. Just, just get impersonations out of the kid. Shooting impersonations out of the kid <laughs> when we have nothing else to talk about. It's not true. We have lots to talk about. We just so then let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Don't worry, talk about it. Play the sock puppets again. Yeah. See, I knew you were. I didn't, I, mean, I didn't get to play the Let's Get Ready to Rumble for Linux Lewis either. I was Do really it now. No. You just, <laughs> you just toss it in randomly. It doesn't really fit like that. I'm too blazed fit. off this man weed to handle oh. myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. handling yourself? Oh, That's right. <laughs> smoke that man weed and handle yourself. <laughs> yeah, smoke that man weed and handle yourself. Mike, <laughs> make that t-shirt. Yeah. You have t-shirt power. Smoke that man weed and handle yourself? <laughs> yeah. You got it. Yeah. Terrible. That's with Pinsky, Adam. With Pinsky on the back. All his bitches can wear it when he's riding. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. <laughs> Done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You. What? Talking about you. I wasn't listening. <laughs> gang member not listening cause this is <laughs> you're yeah. Not, yeah you're not protecting your gang not uh <laughs> not show discussion so I don't really show hear. discussion I'm over here looking <laughs> outside at the realm of what you can talk about looking at sounds. I was gonna play Jeopardy song but can't you gotta pay money for that well then Mitch started talking again I mean it was dead air for like I thought seconds. we can play 30 seconds of anything no you can, uh, it's on this free app you can play whatever the fuck you want yeah. I don't know that yeah. that's the total rules for Absolutely is. <laughs> Absolutely is. I don't think that was written in the law. No, if it's, it's a free, free app. Free <laughs> app. <laughs> 30 seconds of anything is not illegal. Okay. So you got anything lined up for us? No. What do you mean no, lined well, up? What what song <laughs> could I possibly apparently play Apparently Jeopardy, the, the Jeopardy theme song made, made like $800 million off of that thing already. $800 million? Uh-huh. That's a lot of money. It's almost a $1 billion off a stupid song. You got, a better, you got a better one? I say everybody knows it, though. Yeah, you know, got a better I, one? I don't have a better one. There you go. Until <laughs> so you got a better one, you got a better one, AJ? We used to, back when Mo, when, Mo was, when Mo was back in the day doing the Trichrome Challenge, he made up his own version of Jeopardy, which is a little bit better. So it was like a remix. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> An was, alternate version? It was definitely ripping it off. Yes. Yeah. You're just doing it so you could do it? But really, who doesn't know that song? I don't know. You want to take listener calls? No, because everybody knows. Uh, we've had to do it in reverse. We, no, but now that we know we have it, we can do questions. We can do questions and then play Jeopardy songs? Yes. Yeah, no, okay with that. we don't have questions. We're not doing that? We, we can do questions on the Adam Dunn show. What are you talking about? I don't know. What are like, we when did the kid join the show? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Yeah. What's well, Bike's real name? Yeah. <laughs> Bicycle. Bicycle. <laughs> That truck has seriously been beeping for the past like forty-five fucking <laughs> ten, ten seconds, I, probably. No, it's been beeping for a long time. For a long time. 
Wrong time. Right. It stopped for one second. It stopped Wrong for one time. second, and I was like, wow. It stopped, and then it's back. Is you know what it is? It's not even a truck. It's because they're building that thing over there, so every time the guy goes up on his stupid lift, it went <laughs> stupid lift. <laughs> stupid lift. Every yeah, time I think that it's pronounced goddamn guy. Oh, yeah, stupid lift, yeah. Stupid lift. Goes up on that stupid lift. Uh, bastard working. What do you think this is? Uh, it's right across the street Wednesday, from my house, so I have a... And the house, of course, is right next door to the office. So. That's tough. Life. So convenient, dude. I like, know, that I must know. be so goddamn nice. It is. It is nice. It's, it's nice. a lovely feeling. You guys should experience it once in your life. Nice. Yeah, you want to let me live in your house? Uh, yeah, you can move around here, though. Move, move around here? Move, move into the neighborhood. <laughs> that would be cool. You guys could do that. Sure. So, uh, how are you guys settled in? Are you, in you, in, you got bunk beds with Tinsky now, or what? <laughs> <laughs> He likes to keep an eye on me. I know. I would bet he's on the top bunk, probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never sleep on the bottom bunk with this. <laughs> he looks like a top bunk kind of kid. <laughs> we, we split a house for a month, and uh, but I only stayed there one night. Wow. Hey, hey Jay, and, you clean, and you cleaned it, and you cleaned it for like a week, right? You cleaned it for a week and stayed there for a day. No, 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 no. Was that I the cleaned disgusting the place that I'm living in now for like a week. Oh, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> the I'm disgusting Disgustotron. It is. Route. It's still disgusting <laughs> as soon as I step out of my room, but as long as I stay in my room, I'll be fine. That's good. That's a good feeling. Yeah. I've yeah. got my own bathroom, so I'll be okay. Inspiration to rise above it all and get your own spot soon, right? To be like, I'm out of here. Or is, it, or is this your own spot now? Yeah, I just don't really have time to go yeah. like... You know, house searching. But I do need a house. If anyone has a house, you know, there you go. It's perfect time. Perfect time to reach out. Reach out, Denver area. If you have a house, real estate agents listening. This guy, he might even be able to get you high. To get you high. Exactly. Four bedrooms, five bedrooms. Big basement. That should be easy outside, right outside the Denver area. (laughs) Four (laughs) hundred dams, big basement, separate service. (laughs) Couple of cul-de-sac service. Exactly. End of the cul-de-sac would be nice. Couple acres. So, uh, well, nice. That's good. I mean, we'll see if anything comes through. We'll we'll pass it along to you. Yeah, they they come by once in a while. Houses. That's the best way to get a house is to just put the, put it out there. Like, like if you start looking in things, you're always the best way to do it. Unfortunately, it's Craigslist. Don't say no, it. no, no, no. <laughs> Avoid Craigslist. Is to get in your car and drive yeah, and around area. the neighborhoods that you want to live in. You'll see a for rent sign for someone who doesn't advertise on Craigslist, mm-hmm. and that's how people get all the good houses. Yeah, that's the trick. I would think it's a good idea. Well, you fucking just send it out to the whole internet. I don't. Oh, the inner world, interweb. They know. They know how to get a house. Now everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everyone listening has a house. The car. The streets are going (laughs) to clog. They're going to be clogging all the streets with slow drivers looking for mental signs because of you. Get a bicycle, you'll be fine. You've destroyed humanity. You've destroyed humanity like with that one tip. Cars. You're welcome. <laughs> one tip has destroyed everything. Yeah, I don't pretty, hate anything. What are you I'm, talking about? I'm pretty sure if we put a beard on I that painting sour diesel. there, it would, you know it would look just like you. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting there. That's what, yeah. <laughs> it's getting close. I like that. Dead air. Dead it's air. Who's got, who's got dead air? Who's got dead air? It's a truck that's killing all its... Going into his bikes. brain. It's going into his brain. He can't yeah, think. Take a call. Take a take call. Call, take call, a call in. You want to ask JJ? Can both you guys answer questions? AJ, JJ. AJ, AJ one, can you answer as one? Can you answer like in your AJ, AJ. Run DMC. Uh, not yeah. Stupid questions. Yeah. Not stupid, stupid questions. questions. Don't AJ. ask me no questions. I won't tell you no lies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So if you got a question for AJ or JJ, call in. Sour dogs. 7203108237720. 
ten percent to Pinsky for all questions. Seven two zero three one zero eight two three. You guys should get a nine hundred number. I know. Oh wow! Now you're dating yourself. I don't think they have those anymore, do they? The kid doesn't even know what a 900 number is. Topdogseeds.com. Topdogseeds.com. Don't forget to check that out. Is that is that all up and running smoothly? Yeah, we got that just up. There's a forum up too. Yeah, that's it. Just got yeah. Just got it up 420. Last time we didn't have one. Nice progression. Is there anybody out there? There's people out there. there. Wait. There are a lot of echoes. There. A lot of echoes. Echo, echo. They're always out there. It's the end of the show. They're really high. They can't. They can't operate phones. We have 22 their, minutes their left. Fingers are sticky. A lot we, of. You got to give them something away. Trimming. You say you want to give something away, and they'll all call. Oh, As yeah. we proved before. Top Dog Genetics, want to give some away? Want to give away a pack? Uh, sure. sure. Boom. Oh. oh wait, you well, you know what? First off, before First we off, do any more giveaways. We just give him this roach. Yes. Why? <laughs> why don't we discuss yeah, the roaches on the table? What happened with some of our older, by older, oh. I mean one old giveaway. There you go. That's a great subject, kid. Adam now has in his hand the CB Scientific kits that I was blamed for losing. Now, where did you uh, find them, Adam? They were deep under the under my stairs. Under my the new, stairs, and in, in what house. condition were they? Perfect condition. Box labeled, addressed. labeled. Everything's labeled in mailing boxes. Yes, yeah, and they haven't been oh. sealed. The tops haven't been sealed yet. But in case in there was anything else going in, you know, goodie stuff. All I have now, we're, now we're yeah. going to add some more stuff. It's perfect. They haven't been sealed. Boom. So we'll actually, we can toss a shirt in there. Oh, books. oh everyone got books. Shirt. Everyone gets a shirt. Shirts, yeah. books, some shirts in there. Shirts. We can for the delay. Sorry about that. You'll be getting your uh, CB Scientific kit soon for the people who want it. It was exactly when I was moving, so I guess it just got shuffled into all the other stuff. And got I guess that's what happened. Went into deep But deep apologies to the kid for yelling at him. Oh, oh Skype caller wants call. a pack of they don't know what. Let's see. It's Lennox. <laughs> who we got there? Adam Dunshow. You got to turn your show down, bud. <laughs> Feedback. Well, you gotta cut this guy off. Get the next one on. This guy doesn't know how to use the phone. Next guy. Adam Dunshow. Who we got here? Hello. Welcome to the Adam Dunshow. Oh, there's Skype. Oh. We feel really bad. Sorry about that. Now we cut everyone off. We have no more. Oh, he's calling back. He's pissed. He's pissed. He's angry. He's angry. Are we back? Oh, why do we sound like robots? I am from outer space. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, Adam Dunshow. Adam Dunshow. Yes. Adam Dunshow. Adam Dunshow. Oh, we're back. Back. Welcome to the Adam Dunshow. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? Who we got? Mike in New York. Uh, Mike in New York. Representing. Of course. Bauer Diesel, Cam 91 in the house. (laughs) He sounds like a New Yorker. Yo, uh... Talk about the secret sour recipe. Talk about the difference between the sour growing organically and not growing organically. Yeah, guys. I can barely hear that, but... Oh, we are. Oh, can you hear it? Do you want me to say it? Talk about the difference between the sour grown organically... And the sour grown not organically. The secret sour recipe, he said. Yeah, I know AJ prefers it in cocoa. I yeah. personally prefer it not organically. He says not colors. organically. Oh, callers galore. Bring them all in. Bring uh, them all in. That's a good call. 
head to head, group call. Head to head, head to head. head to group call. New callers, new callers, Those genetics new callers. were all selected back when What's all up, the guys? only thing anyone Those used was General Hydro. Who we got now? They hey, how's it going? Wait, AJ's saying good stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. New callers, we added you to a conference call. We're getting, we're, AJ's dropping some knowledge on us right here. So if you don't mind, right. we appreciate you chilling on the line for us, and then we'll, we'll unleash the beast here. So first, que- first question from the first caller was the difference between the sour grown organically and non-organically. Right. So, yes. Yeah, so what I'm saying is that all these chem dog strains were selected by how well they performed while being fed General Hydro. So I, they all prefer General Hydro, I think. All the chem dog strains taste better and work better when grown with, gen- with GH. Which was pretty much the main thing available back then, anyway. That was decent. That's what yeah. everyone was using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was the standard. Oh, oh. Holy dude! Hey, you know, you if, if there was Botanicare or if there was Fox Farm back then, you know what? We might have cho- the people might have chose other sure different varieties that worked yeah, yeah, yeah. well that way. But because everyone was using General Hydro, everything was selected based on that. And and I don't think that any of the chem dog strains perform as well without it. And I think that you can you can increase your yields by adding all sorts of guanos and, and, and organic matters, but I don't think it actually helps the the, the terpene profile or the. Uh, and I don't think that the I don't think there's any other products that perform as well either. Is there? No. You know, I, mean, I mean, if there is something that's just as good or better. Whoever the fuck is pushing their phone button, we're gonna hang up on you. <laughs> Don't do that shit. I don't know. If there's, if, there's, if there's something else that, that that works, we'll be more than happy to use it. But you know, the proof is in the pudding. If you know, show me a better product that's you know grown organically. Organically, yeah, yeah. sure. Okay, so who else we got next? All right, let's call them out by area. Thanks for calling, pal. Uh, so six three one. Six three one. What's good, brother? Man. Who's this? Hey, how's it going? Uh, good, man. Who who are we talking to here? This is Bleak. I've been listening to the show. I'm really glad to hear uh, JJ on there. Yeah, man, you got a question for JJ or AJ? Now I was just wondering um, the underdog cut that I've seen around here in Colorado. I'm pretty sure it's um, from the hands of Adam Dunn. So he was saying that that was definitely not the underdog, more likely like the star dog, the way it's growing and all of that. Yeah, that. Oh, sorry. The, only this mic's live now, guys. I haven't seen that cut yet, but I know that the real underdog never really left our circle of people. So to to, to be out there anywhere else is pretty much impossible. Did Did you hear that caller? So it looks like the, the person that we were talking to hung up. Okay, call out the next Everybody, area code. No, they're all like they're, the whole conversation ended. Everybody hung up. So we had a That's short and something. Everybody call back. Yeah, call back if you still got questions. There we go. We're calling back. Bring it back. What did he say? You're live on the Adam Dunn Show. Hey, got? sorry, phone dropped or something. Cool, man. So, uh, yeah, JJ was was uh, pretty much confirming exactly <coughs> your understanding. Oh, okay, excellent. But, I appreciate uh, you guys having him on the show and having me on the show. I just wanted to say uh, I've been really happy listening to the stuff. I look forward to it every Wednesday. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks, man. Hey, me. JJ, the, the forums are looking great. Looking forward to seeing more activity and uh, more gear from your team. I love it, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the support. And we're just getting started, so uh, there's going to be a lot of good things to come. Definitely. Looking forward to it. We'll continue to support as long as the gear continues to be as fire as it is, definitely. Have a good day, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, man. Thank you. Cheers.
Right on. I guess we just overloaded our Skype capacity. Yeah, we literally had like six callers on there at one yeah, time. Yeah, that's more than we we only have the free version of Skype. We'd have to get so the pay. Oh, yes. It's because it's because uh, AJ's here, of course. Yeah, AJ, Mr. Popular. If you want to talk to Mr. Popular, Mr. Popular over here, or JJ. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? And turn your radio down. Yo. Turn, turn, yo. Tape's yo, welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Yeah, I was the guy that asked the first question. Uh-huh. I just want to give input as far as saying that the underdog, I think, is the strain that gives the more skunky gas smell, but the sour has that more, like, lemony skunk smell. And perhaps back in the day, some people were getting underdog labeled sour diesel or... You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I was kind of leaning towards that earlier, and he said no. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know how, like, people are like, we'll just sell you, like, whatever you want to hear. So, like, if you have the underdog and somebody wants sour diesel, somebody like Mike is going to get the sour diesel from back in the day, but really he was getting underdog. No, well, the, the underdog was never a real production strain. It was really more of a headstash strain. There was only a few people that that did it. I mean, there wasn't. Uh, it wasn't widespread. So, for anyone, was it better than sour? Or it, yeah, it was much better than sour. You know, and I think it was more along the lines of the you know of the ninety one in the in the chem dog D. You know, I mean, I don't want to say that it was better. You know, uh, it, it would just be a matter of opinion at that at that point, but it definitely had a, a more tastier. It was more definitely more tastier and had more of a skunk tip to it because of the super skunk that was in it. But that was right. that was the original headband. You know, uh, there was a there's a few other names that that we called it the original diesel. You know, and a lot of these names now have all just been. Put put on been been tagged and put on other strains, just for uh, you know the, the the selling point of it. Right, right. This I would say like I've seen I know like what real sour looks like, and I would say that the underdog was always slightly limer green, where the sour was more like bluish green. If that makes any sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like they were both both like perfectly lime green, but one was more like yellow green like the chem 91 yeah i mean it's kind of hard you know to, to uh, pinpoint it on the, on the color because you know you get a, a lot of variations from different growers so, i mean uh, every yeah, ro- right every on. room is different and every room is going to give out a slightly different you know version it's, it's all the same but he's eating pizza out of my trash right now that's pretty <laughs> awesome in the trash he's digging around I'm following. It's a good example. I know man. you and you and Mitch. Good job. Is there is there anywhere to locate Top Dog Seeds outside of Colorado hand to hand purchase? Uh, no, right now we're just you know right now it's just really friends and family. We don't have a lot of stock right now. Uh, you know we're trying to build things up. We do have one uh, place, one facility that's you know up and running. We, it, sh- it should be uh, ready to start throwing some pollen in the next week or two. Uh, those seeds will probably be available uh, probably by the end of the summer. Uh, we only wound up, wound up with uh, a couple hundred packs off of this run. I was hoping to do uh, the San Francisco Cup 
and just take care of you know friends and family as of right now as more stock becomes available we'll you know be expanding our outlets all right, cool, man. Thank you. Appreciate everything yep. you guys are doing. Have okay. a good day. Thank Thanks you for calling in, man. Damn. Take, take one more? If there is one more. Not we'll one. take one more. We'll take one more caller. We will take If one. you guys want to call again. Because we had six before. There's definitely a lot of people who want to call in. Unless they all have the same question. What do you think, Mike? How the hell would I know what they're thinking? <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> eat your pizza. It's all, it's all the same <laughs> question. Eat <laughs> my damn pizza. Don't refer to me so you can eat your jalapeno pizza. Everyone just wants to know when you're going to have seeds. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty yeah, but also they ask, which is number two question? Uh, when are going to have seeds? Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to have phones? Yeah. We're working on it. Well, looks like no more... Uh, What's that? No, no more. more no, it's okay. That's okay. Oh, oh, that's there all you gotta go. say. One more Let's call. Go two goddamn <laughs> Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who are we with? Hey, it's Gabe again. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. Good, man. Welcome back. So, I got a question for you guys. I grow in my warehouse what I've been told was the headband and the AJs and the super silver sour diesel haze they're all really similar you know the super silver is Garrett is the same cut that Garrett has and it finishes up at like you know it can be done anywhere from 62 to 70 whereas the headman is done anywhere from like can be done 70 plus you know but they're both definitely different, you know? And then the one that I was told was AJ's is still different than them. You know, I gave a piece to Pinsky, and Pinsky was like, yeah, it's Diesel, but it's not AJ's, you know? So my question is, you know, this stuff all smells like Diesel. You know, I, I gave a piece to Vitus last week, too. But, like, it all smells like Diesel, but people were telling me it's not Diesel. So what is it? Well, there was a lot of the res dog uh, sour diesel crosses, so I know that a lot of them exist. Uh, you know, as of uh, any kind of confirmed cuttings, I mean, the only thing I could tell you is unless you get it from a reliable source, then uh, there's, there's no way of knowing if it's real or not. You know, it may be some kind of diesel. Is it the, the real sour diesel cutting? It could be, you know, but you know, like I was saying before, the sour varies from room to room. So if you're if you're getting a sample that was grown with, you know, organics or uh, you know a, a, something that was different, you know, that's not it's not going to be bringing out the the real characteristics of the sour diesel like the general hydroponics do. So um, it's kind of hard to say, you know. You there? Right on. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm listening to you guys on the way. <laughs> yeah, no, turn, you should definitely turn down, turn down your radio in the background, because that's, that messes up the broadcast. Um, so, I mean, I'd love, I mean, I can show it to you guys, I can show you guys a living plant if you want, I've got time. I mean, that's my, that's my whole thing, is just, I feel like the only way to really know is to see the plant, you know what I mean? Well, like, see, see the plant and also like, the final product. Especially because, like, um, 
like Mitch was saying last week, like I feel like sometimes the plants just lose a lot of the turps out here because it's so dry. Well, I don't know if it's the dry conditions or just the, the growing techniques that everyone's using out here. I mean, I'm definitely sour on organics. Hey, I call it speed a speed. You know, it is what it is. You know, uh, if you show me something better or comparable, I'll acknowledge it. Right. Man, it's. I apologize. It's hard to hear you guys through the phone. No, no problem. No problem. Right on, man. Well, we're actually coming down in the wind-up, so we want to thank you for the call. Uh, definitely call in next week again, you know. I appreciate it, guys. Right on, man. Peace. Peace. So. 2.54, Adam Dunn. We started late, but you want to end on time? You want to end late? What do you want to do? Yeah, well, we'll just wrap it up now. we got like 10 minutes or something like that total. Sure. Too much sour for you guys, huh? More than, more than you could handle today. Sour put me out. Uh, I'll say yes. <laughs> sour hour. Sour hour. Start busting up. Let's do it. Sour hour. Go ahead. Let's smoke it all. We'll smoke, smoke all, all the, the weed. We'll smoke all the weeds so they have nothing left. And sour hour. It will not get us through the hour. Well, that's it. Done. No, it was good. It was good uh, to at least be connected with the champ, so we didn't have to like make our graphics all over again and start over with a whole new concept. Yeah, we made that happen because that was exactly what was going. Because I think in this room, he probably has a little bit of sporting behind him. I know he has none. I have none. Yeah, well, you know, polo was it lacrosse? What were you we doing? Lacrosse or something like that? Racquetball. Racquetball. And uh, the kid probably did everything for like a day and then quit. No, I wrestled wrestled my entire life. Wrestled my whole life. With your your mind or what? Wrestled with what? With like other people. Personal problems. Other dudes you were about to say other dudes. Yep. Yep. JJ? Yo. Yo. Any sporting background for you? Um, Yeah. I've always, you know, I played baseball, football when I was younger and I've always been interested but I was never a superstar to any extent of that yeah I played baseball for a little while that was, oh. my, that was my moment of glory <laughs> my Chad, moment of glory Chad, I, I have pictures you have pictures you gave me a picture of your birthday party of you as like a fucking 8 year old kid with playing with your baseball nice. uniform I don't know why there you, you go. said keep this for me you were enjoying <laughs> yourself <laughs> um, perfect alright so chat room wants to know what you guys think of Girl Scout cookies chickweed uh yeah, it's overrated. Overrated. Which Good one? Day. Which one? Hold on. I listen. Occasionally, <laughs> <All of them laughs> I see something, but I don't know. There's something about it that reminds me of K Rock. I see. I, I could see. You know what? M thirty nine. You know, it, it's decent weed, but it's not. You know, it's not all that. I believe the gr- Gorilla Glue also falls under the same category. Yeah. Gorilla Glue, I'm. I agree with. Uh, it, it's in the same category. Glued out. I've glued seen out. some good glue. I've sure, seen some yeah, glue. I've, I've seen great. Some, I've seen some good cookies also, but yeah. in general, yeah. it's you know, what I mean, I mean, we've grown in our circle, and it's came and gone. If it was that good, it would have stuck, stuck around. around. Sure, flavor of the month. Yeah, well, cookies, of course, the yield sucks, so that makes it a hard one. To on keep the good out. cookies, on the bad cookies, it doesn't, right? The form, the form yields. 
cornmeals for sure. Yeah, yeah the platinum co- cookies. The, 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 the now, what's the difference? Is and there there's the platinum cookies, the form cookies, and then there's the real deal. But I will tell you this. This is news. So we got to get an genome update because I was just reached out to from the guys who their claim is that they made the cherry pie kush mm-hmm. that is re- was renamed Girl Scout cookies. Like when when the grower sold it, he called the cherry pie kush. The guy who brought it to market allegedly renamed it Girl Scout cookies, and that's the Girl Scout cookies supposedly. But he's willing. He has seeds. He's willing to send us the genetics for genome testing. So we got to get going. Oh, really? I'm Do cracking we? the whip on the OG now. Okay, let's get it down. Let's get it down. We'll call John. We will call John. When? Right. Danny Danko wants to know about the Nigerian. JJ. <clears throat> the Nigerian. The Nigerian originally was a cut that was given to me in the 90s. And I also gave it to AJ. And unfortunately, both of us lost it. I mean, this it was a strain that lost its... Lost its vigor. It, 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 it was very hard to clone. And the mother that I had, the the bottom branches would just start to die. Like, i never seen anything like it before. The, the First, the fan leaves would die, and then all the little leaves on the branch would die, and then the branch itself would die. And then it would slowly work its way up the plant. And I remember having a mother that was like... Four, like like five foot high, and only had maybe about a foot of vegetative matter on it, and it was all stalked all the way down, and uh, the, the plant just to get shoots off of it was a nightmare, and you know so I uh, took some NL5 haze and crossed it into the Nigerian, and then I did a back cross into it, and that's you know, basically the the Nigerian haze that that's around today. That was. Uh, that was a, a selection that I made out of about 10 seeds, and that one was probably the best one. It was the fastest finisher, of about 70 days, uh, and, the, and the closest thing that I thought that was, you know, the best re- representation to the original clone. So that was, you know, and, and, and it wasn't really a production strain. It, it's uh, very leafy. Uh, so not a lot of people wanted to grow it for production. We've always kept it in-house for head stash, and now it's really just starting to, um, you know, uh, gain some pop- popularity. But th- we've had this strain probably for over 10 years now. Yeah, longer, right? We, yeah. I mean, I remember, I, I think, yeah, when I got a cut from you, that was probably 2002 or something, 2003, and that was the first time I ever grew it. But I had been buying Nige since the early 90s. Yeah, well, there was an upstate crew somewhere up uh, yeah, yeah, New yeah. Poles, somewhere, mm-hmm. so, you know, a skydiving crew mm-hmm. or something. Uh, you know, there was a girl that had the cut or something. I just remember uh, Brandon giving it to me, and I lucked mm-hmm. out. And that was something that uh, was always, people were always looking for, was the Nigerian. But it was just the head stash, you know, like I said, you know, if you were. Uh, if you liked hazes or whatever, this was something that, you know, was totally different from haze. It was very unique. So, 
uh, we lucked out and uh, you know at the time when I was making the seeds you know you know I didn't expect you know and it's really been like that for me from the beginning when I first started doing all this I did it for my own self-preservation first then I started letting some of the seeds get out and then I started seeing the reaction and I started seeing some of the stuff that I was producing firsthand and, and you know it wasn't something that was planned as something that just happened and uh, you know I, I was just lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time and to get some of these strains that you know now they seem that they're they're lost and uh and I know, and I know that there's a lot of other strains we have we've had in the past. And AJ can can contest to a certain hash plant that I used to get back in the late '80s, early '90s, which was you know just something that was just totally fantastic, and you know just something that is just lost to time. Yeah, that's what it. I mean, that's always the case. Is like whatever access you have, and sometimes uh, and it kills you when you realize how much you probably lost along the way right. you know it's like always like oh because it's never the shitty ones it's always right. it's always the best ones that you lose or the ones you remember of course you know but i always felt if you had seeds at least you had a little bit more you know yeah you get again you can if get, you lost the you lost the cutting or whatever you know you could go back to the seed stock which would last a little bit longer you know and if, sure. you, t you, know, if you put it in the freezer and you know we've had seeds i've had for like 15 years that have popped you know that have been in the freezer the whole time so yeah, no, totally. The I got Ace trying to crack some of uh, those. Said all all the paper says is January '82. Nice late flowering, so it's going to be something interesting, you know. Like yeah. Crack them; they look really good too. So well, that's yeah, healthy that, seeds. Yeah. yeah, well, that's how I I think we're going to find the next best thing. You know, it's just going to be something that's going to be a random seed from who knows where, and can't know. wait. Well, we just got to get out there and, you know. Start cracking, start right? Start cracking, right? Well, on that note, gentlemen, let's bring up, bring this show to a wind-up. Shout-outs, AJ? Shout-outs? Yeah. Shout-out to me. Shout-out to AJ. <laughs> Anything else? No, just shout-out to me. Well, shout-out shout to, to AJ. Everybody, shout Everybody stand up and shout-out to AJ. Shout-out to me. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Big shout out for AJ. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Uh JJ. That's more professional. Uh Top Dogs uh Top Dog Seeds.com. Um we're also like us on Facebook, uh Top Dog Genetics. We're also on Instagram, Top Top Dog Seeds. Um and it's D A D D A W G, right? That's, Top Dog. That's correct. D A W G. Kid kid. Shout-outs to uh, Green Diamond Stonewall for hooking me up with uh, a couple starter starter cube trays and some cocoa. Um, the guys at Grav Labs for hooking me up with the upline. Uh, Yerba, always, keep him fueled. And my family, my friends, my beautiful girlfriend. That's it. How, do you see how many sponsors the kid has? Some sponsors. Personal sponsors. <laughs> we, don't get, we don't get a cut of that. Yeah. It's here sure. for, for I get nothing. juice. I get nothing. You have nothing Move to shout-out. No shout-out to the real set or... Today, the game? real sour. Wax oh, the, uh, yeah. I'm you know I'm so still high from the, the smoking that joint three hours ago. But I re I really believe that it's it the real sour. Uh, I believe it could be. There's no skunk to it, but it, it had the fuel smell that wasn't chem. Right. <clears throat> so yeah, and I got a that different sort of buzz. It got me stoned. I don't get high from smoking weed. So so you're high now. I was from that joint. Yes. So thank yeah. you. 
Sorry I doubted you. No problem. It's going to get better, don't worry. I can't wait. It's going to get a lot better. You can understand why I was so sour. Yeah, yeah, but that seems to be the central consensus <clears throat> across the board when you talk to most people that aren't from New York or out from you know from out west or they, under thirty-two years old. Or there's an age, there's a cutoff where people don't know what the real sour diesel is for sure. Yeah. Shout so, outs, Adam. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, shout out to Adzi coming up again. Adsi two two Barcelona. Adam Dunn show Invitational. International Barcelona edition. I'm gonna shout out back. And if you do get an invitation, uh, which will be going out soon, then be super proud because there's only a few going out, and it will be a little bit more risque to get the actual people there because there's. But it's Barcelona. It's kind of like good excuse to go on vacation, and it is in what? September, so yeah, nice time to go there. Right when it gets cold again, it starts getting cold. Um, but shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece. And little Nick, who hood is store. in the Hood Lab store, of course, at shophoodlabstore.com. Shop.hoodlabstore. Oh, see, I always get wrong. Shop.hoodlabs. <laughs> <laughs> they need a tattooed on my hand. Special carrier for all of the Adam Dunshaw merch and your, your Hood Lamp gear. So exactly. Shop.hoodlabstore.com. Exactly. Danny Danko wants to go to Etsy, too. Of course he does. <laughs> he just posted in the chat room. I mean, <laughs> who else wouldn't want to go, right? But it, yeah, everyone wants to go. And we wanted him at the last one, but you know, he didn't ask. All he had to do was ask. Yeah, he's asked now. Oh, right, so that's that it. Good. That was Done. good. That was Raise good. your hand. Good, good deal. Good deal. Good deal. Tyler uh, Deccan responds, "No begging here." <laughs> well, I was pretty much begging at that point. We have oh. some brutal, brutal listeners in the chat room. Yeah. What? Some of the listeners in the chat room are are, are brutal. Tyler yeah. Deccan, you want to know more about Adzi Spain? Here's the deal, buddy. Send us some pictures of your work. Send it to info at adamdunshow.com. We'll take a look. And uh, shout out to my mom there down at the farm. And uh, Kyle and everybody else, hold it down. Don't don't crash all the cars, please. Everybody's got... It's like a whole line of crash cars down at my mom's place now. It's, it's amazing. It looks like an instant junkyard. So everybody be safe down there. Nice. It's, all, all of a sudden, you've gone all redneck. Yeah, it's total redneck. You drive up, and you're like, we have nine cars out front, and half of them are broken down. Nice. Of course, big shout-out to my beautiful wife, Reese, and amazing baby, Farron, who took her first steps yesterday. Also, big shout-out to my dad, who it's his 62nd birthday today, and I think he's listening, because he said he was going to listen to the Lennox interview, so that's cool. Nice. Yep. Um, And, of course, we'll see you guys next week. Figure it out. Some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it...